7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. My cats trust me again. Welcome to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, yeah, we had a whirlwind weekend here uh, in old Cleve Town. And, uh, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., freshly back in the Beltway Bureau from... You're back from the land. Yeah, back from Cleveland. I saw some of your pictures from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Those look red. Yeah, it was really fun. I'm still recovering. Yeah. Yeah, I am a a little bit, too. But it was a great time, and I do recommend go to Cleveland. It's... It's you know it's underrated. Yeah, and and unlike Joe Santorza in Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania, you don't just come to town when there's a killer on the loose. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he's... Come to town when there's a killer party on the loose. Yeah, oh, oh, on. <laughs> party on, Garth. Party on. Yeah, that was. Um, Scranton's underrated too, by the way. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> but what could cost? <laughs> I want to go to the Steamtown Mall. No, you don't. <laughs> no. It's, it's half empty. So you don't want to yeah, go there. Really? So it's yeah. uh, the, well, Steamtown because it's kind of full of steam? Well, right at the mall, they have the National Steamtown Historical Park where they have the roundhouse where they turn the trains around. Mm-hmm. Trains pull them and they turn them around, send them in the other direction. Hopefully not on the same track, but anyway, <laughs> there's that. You get to go into <laughs> you get to go into all the the nice trains. It's it's really interesting. It is nice. It's Very right cool. off the food court. Right off the food court. There you go. Well, there you there you have it. And of course, uh, yeah. So rain. Um, you and Bobber, uh, th- th- we had quite the experience. Um, uh, three hanging out three nights in a row. Of course, no. you know. Going out for dinner on Thursday, doing the show on Friday, and and then uh, the party on Saturday. And it went great. It really did. It was a it lot did. of it fun. It went great. I mean, I, I honestly, I felt like I was hanging with family. So. Yeah, and I still it, haven't had a chance to listen to Friday's show, but I will get there. Well, you know where to find it over at Cat uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> and IndianIndianMediaWeekly dot com. Turn up sure, sure, yeah. You can just go to the uh, you go to the front page, and it should still be on the front page. If anybody hasn't downloaded, it was a lot of fun, except for the time I forgot Joe was on with us, and that sucked. <laughs> Joe, you're a saint. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it a one tomato. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that was a, it. Was a fun show, though. It was. Um, it was fun. Yeah. It was so, off the rails. 
Oh yeah, no. yeah. And we invented, you know, yakety sacks with Daleks. So there you go. That was good. Um, but uh, but yeah. So we had uh, we had quite the turnout at our party. I would say there's probably about fifty people there at one point. Um, maybe forty five. Yeah, great party. I was. It, everybody was so nice. Yeah, yeah. If they weren't, I would have kicked their asses. So you know. Um, but, <laughs> and, and, uh, I don't know if you said this on, on Friday or not, but the one, the first, thing, one of the first things you said to me when you met me was you're like, you're much taller than I thought you were. So <laughs> true. He is, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was the kind of guy I thought like if I, if I was younger and like we were both in high school, I would hang around with him because I'd say, well, see my, my friend, the, the big guy. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. I, I really thought. Yeah. I, I was surprised. You're 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 the same height as Bob, pretty much. Yeah, six foot one. So, but yeah, that was. Yep. Uh, um, wow. But yeah, so we, we. But you know, at the party, uh, of course, we had. Uh, uh, oh, and guess what I made for dinner last night, Rain. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rice with Wait. a lot of cheese, broccoli, and uh, cauliflower. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we uh, the uh, the special events coordinator, my friend Mel in House of Blues, she um, she hooked us up. She made sure that everybody had plenty to eat, and they comped um, the soft drink tab, which was considerable because there were a lot of children there. So that was it, because I mean sodas are like three bucks, you know, for a party like that. So that added up quick. So she comped that. She made sure we had extra food. Um, Dad drove me, Susan, and William down there, and um, they um, uh, we got a discount for valet parking. Mel made sure our car was out and had everything on a big, you know, hand cart to wheel out to the uh, to Dad's car and everything. So it was the back was loaded up with food. So, um, but yeah, so dad, and we dad was our designated driver. Back he to was, he was, yeah. So, and dad, yeah, dad picked you guys up at the hotel, brought you back for a mini little after party. It was just, you know, me, Suze, you, Bob, uh, William, and dad. Uh, but it was, it was fun, you know. William, poor William, he was all tuckered out, he was like <laughs> falling over. So, yeah, my nephew William came into town, uh, from Virginia. So that was, uh, exciting. Where in Virginia is he again? The Richmond area, Richmond area. Okay, that's that's right. Yeah. See? So, but yeah, so and you know, so uh, and and then all the little, you know, the the two, my two little guy nephews were there, Jacob and Noah. Um, and then um, of course our friend uh, Stacy's son, who I nicknamed Joffrey, Game of Thrones fans, you should appreciate that. <laughs> he was the first one to find the party poppers <laughs> and just shot one off like totally unannounced. Scared me scared the piss out of everybody so <laughs> it it's like right behind me I was let next people we were yeah like, what? it's like let people know and then of course by the end so so i i closed out karaoke with here i go again by white snake and then so and then all the little kids ran up on stage and i just held the popper poppers out and just let them all fire them off like a 21 gun salute at the end of the show or end of the party rather so um, but yeah, so in rain, rain did karaoke. Uh, one I did good, mm-hmm. the other I did terrible. I don't think you did bad on either. Uh, you midnight did, train to Georgia was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It, it was a brave choice. It was. 
So, and I these boots. I'm not going to see a lot of these people again. Sure. Yeah, these boots uh, was your other selection. These boots are made for walking and Rhiannon. Oh, and Rhiannon. So you did three. Yes. Yeah, there I was a karaoke go. hog. No, that's okay. I did four. Uh, Susan and I did respect uh, a little respect by Erasure. Which then, was great. Then we did "Is This Love" by White Snake, <laughs> two White Snake yes. songs, and then of course the most dickish, dickish Billy Joel song in the world, "Piano Man." Um, <laughs> that is the ult- That karaoke was made for that song. It really was, and you know it's so in my range too. You know so. Um, and then Bobber did, uh, he did a, a Cure song, didn't he? Yes, he I did can't a, remember the title. Yeah, I don't remember the Cure song. Uh, um, he did a Cure song, and then he did um, a Goo Goo Church song. Goo Goo Church. He did, um, oh, duh. you want to get married, run away, whatever the name of that is. I think it's you know, I think it's called Runaway. I think maybe I don't know. I don't think it's called Runaway. I don't know. Um, I don't. That I don't know one that was kind of well. special because on our very first vacation, we went to Beaufort, South Carolina, and that song came on, and mm-hmm. so we'd been together for maybe a couple of months, living together and whatnot, and so that song came on the radio at the bar we were at, and he was singing. We were singing the song, and he looked at me, and instead of where it says, May, do you want to get married? He said, he said Rain, do you want to get married? Ah. And I realized, oh, oh, he's not joking. <laughs> well, there and you I go. asked him, I was like, are you kidding me? And he's like, well, you know, I know you don't want to get married, but I just thought I'd put it out there. So that song is kind of special. Well, very nice. So, uh, and, yeah. and speaking speaking of special songs, everyone, because I said Goo Goo Church, uh, it made me think of something new we have here. Uh, we have an enhanced Goo Goo Church function on the show. Go do a Goo Goo Church. You're going surfing on the internet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I found an internet uh, a video about learning about the internet um, from the '90s, <laughs> and uh, I found lots of gems. Lots of gems here. Email. I heard that's really neat. Yeah, <laughs> email. <laughs> and uh, of course, you know. You can go anywhere on the net and access resources from around the corner or to the most remote regions of the world. And porn. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Russians. Russians too. Oh yeah. So and of course, um, uh, this this uh, wonderful joke. What's a web page? Something ducks lock on? No. Oh god. Um, but yes, we have uh, several versions of uh, uh, surfing on the internet. Here's the full version. On the mark. Get set. We're riding on the internet. Cyberspace set free. Hello, virtual reality. Interactive appetite. Searching for a website. A window to the world. Got to get online. Take a spin. Now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. And if you're not if you're not feeling real fancy, if you're not real feeling real fancy, we can just go, you know, real short with the instrumental. You're going surfing on the internet. Oh, no. That's the short one. This is the instrumental. That's right. Uh, here you go. <laughs> Man, that's one to grow on. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, so there's there's some fun, but I, I, I just think that that really enhances the Goo Goo Church thing. Go do a Google Church. You're going surfing on the internet. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we, we, we did have a lot of fun. I gotta say, you know, it was, um, it was very cool to have that much family, that much immediate family and that many close friends um, there because we really haven't had an event that brought together um, my parents who are separated and they've been divorced for a long time. Um, my parents, uh, any of the family from Virginia, so William came up for that. Um, also, Susan's brothers and sisters and their kids. Um and of course um susan's birth mother and her sisters were there so that's this is pretty much the first time those like almost like four factions of family almost you know have come together um with the addition of you know uh you know uh bob and rain and cat turn up the night family and of course so awesome to meet cat my band my my former band members yeah yeah cat's great and uh more, so more is funny as hell yeah yeah and uh and of course there were people from susan's college days there there were people from dragon boats there um and yeah it was uh and people who uh, you know the, the the susan works with in in the craft world and stuff like that so uh so yeah it was it was really neat it was a really cool group of people and uh i you know that it, it went so smoothly it did and it really it really felt like three hours you know it, it didn't go too fast and didn't go too slow i don't think so it was very satisfying three hours of fun and and you know mixing i don't i i feel like i really got to talk to everybody just about equally you know except playing favorites with my dad and my mom you know i'm gonna do that <laughs> so you know uh, but uh but yeah dad got home at like 2:45 in the morning the other My day God. so he said it was a great drive he said that because on the way up there was all kinds of lane restrictions and construction and like it stuff like that but he said it was just him on the road so it was smooth sailing all the way and he said he just slept a little bit later and then william um texted me on sunday and he got home uh, about 9 p.m. on Sunday and then had yesterday off so he could rest up before work. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and of course, uh, Kat brings up uh, Mort, our good friend Mort, uh, saying Dead Babies by Alice Cooper during karaoke. Yes. yes. So, and, and what uh, was the last yeah. song that he sang? Uh, I, know he what boy, I know what boys like. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, and he also did uh, Girl You Want by um, Devo. So he's that yeah. was so funny. He's an, he's when he's singing. I know what boys nut. like. He had all the little kids all around him. I was like, y'all aren't paying attention to the lyrics, are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, then then Pete. What was the one Pete did? He did one from. Uh, well, so he did the theme for Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yes. So that got a lot of a lot of toes tapping. Um, Pete has a great voice. Yeah, he's a singer in in a few bands. So you know. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He and Mort are both singers in bands, and of course, I was a former singer in a band. But, um, yeah, I think. And did Sugar sing? I don't think did Sugar sing. I can't remember Sugar sang or not. Somebody who was the person who sang Harper Valley PTA. It's a blonde woman. I think that was. Was that Sue's sister? Mm, no. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. I know Pam got up there and sang rock and roll all night or something like that by kiss but i don't know it was funny 
uh you know it, it was it was a good amount of karaoke and i forgot totally blew it and forgot my playlist to give him but he played some pretty decent stuff throughout the night so it wasn't too terrible great. i gotta yeah. tell you i want everybody to know kenny and sue's throw a party and you're invited go <laughs> they know uh, how to throw a party yeah, we uh, the the uh, I I'm uh, Joe. I'm still packing. I'm still packing food to put in the freezer because <laughs> they had so much leftover stuff. Uh, you know, they in I, I put I have a dozen Jack no a, at least a dozen Jack Frost donuts in the freezer, maybe two dozen because I bought four dozen. They didn't go as fast as I thought, so that was a lot. No, I think it's just a dozen. Say it again. Uh, it's a lot of donuts. <laughs> yeah, so the, the donuts, the chocolates went pretty well. There were some left over when I got back to work this week. Uh, I'm blowing my cover here, everybody. Uh, <laughs> um, I think most people have sussed out that uh, <laughs> where I work. But, yeah, and, uh, you know, um, and I have to return a bowl and a napkin. Because they gave me a bowl and a cloth napkin from the restaurant, but um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a very good time. Uh, and Bob and Rain, I, I'm so glad you guys came up. I know Bob's not here, but Rain, I'm really glad you and Bob came up and brought me beer, mother of all beers, the Moab. So good, so good. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So. Uh, do you want to you want to give any updates uh, in your neck of the woods, Rain? Because you've been busy. Uh, well, politically or personally? No, what we broke on the show on on Friday. Oh, oh yeah, today today we went for our house inspection. That was long. Um, I've never done that before, but yeah, we went for our house inspection, and just as we were getting. I didn't get a chance to tell you guys this over the weekend mm-hmm. or last week we were supposed to have the inspection but it was cancelled because there was a gas leak in the house or aye. around the house aye, aye, aye. so that was yeah that was a little problematic and we found out today that it wasn't just a gas leak to the house it was a huge gas problem inside the house where our real estate agent said that's one of those things that could have gone boom no more house so it's really good that it happened before we signed any contracts or anything definitely um, yeah so today when we arrived the plumber the the you know the gas the plumber guy was there doing all that stuff and he said yep everything's turned back on everything's okay and he left and so the house inspector guy starts looking at things and he's like well i can't turn the heater on in the garage because the pilot's out so the plumber left without turning the pilot out in the heater in the garage, which is like one of those big old heaters. I showed you the picture of that. Yeah. We go inside. The um, the the water, the water heater's out. So basically, the plumber said everything was turned back on and didn't turn anything back on. So the inspector guy couldn't inspect that part of mm-hmm. the whole thing. It was a pain in the ass. So we're going to have to have that re-inspected. But everything else in the house is fine, except for a couple little screwy, you know, wiring things. <laughs> but the house is good. Um, yeah, it's it looks like it's a go. We're going to know in two days. Yeah. So I guess tonight, the inspector is going to get back to us. We have to kind of counter, like, this is what we'd like to have fixed. And there really isn't that much. Um, 
But yeah, it's like 90, 95% sure that this is the house, everybody. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll, I, I, I had to read Dad's comment in the chat room. He says, the only song I can sing is Tequila. Tequila! <laughs> I, told, I told your dad on Saturday that I could be his backup singer. There you go. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, oh, shit, there was one other thing. Oh, this is a, a, um, something I should mention before I forget. Um Skype forced me into an upgrade, telling me that they're no longer. I'm just I. If I kept using the same version, it would just stop working. So I went into the upgrade, and then uh, so last night I I checked in with Adam, and he helped me test it out to make sure. And of course, it reset all the audio settings, so I had to reset the audio settings. And then I had Susan in the other room with my phone calling in, uh, you know, and. There's absolutely no way to add the incoming phone call into the call. So I did everything I could. Adam, you know, he um, he did a Google church for me on the on the topic, of course. Go you know. do a Google church. You're going surfing on the internet. Um and uh, hang ten, bro. Um and. <laughs> He, uh, he, he said, oh, yeah, it says here Skype hasn't put that functionality into Skype yet. So, yeah, you can't add incoming phone calls to um, to a, an existing Skype call. If, if somebody calls in, it'll, and if I answer it, it'll put the entire, uh, it'll put, like, Bob and Joe on hold. Or Bob and Joe, Rain and Joe, or Bob and Joe, just Bob and Joe are here. Um, so... Um, but, and, and not only that, but they're making it very difficult to remove people from groups. And also, um, they, there's no way to silence the Skype sounds. So whenever I add somebody to a call, now you're going to get to hear all the wonderful Skype, you know, beep, boop, blah, blah, you know, crap. Um, you know, bing, bing, bong, and that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so, so Skype has really fucked us here. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, like this. Bing, uh, bing, bong, and dat. Yeah, so they, they, so I sent them a couple, uh, really nastily worded things. And so what's the point of me paying for a goddamn, num- uh, you know, call-in number if I can't use it? You know, and I said, you need to fix this immediately. You know, I mean, I paid, you know, so this is like the second time around Skype is going to try and screw me out of a phone number. And it's really pissing me off. So, um, you know, last time they wouldn't let me back into my account when I got hacked. No, we just can't. We just can't. uh, uh, We can't verify your identity. How much? uh, Yeah. And now they're, you know. Um, oh, here, here, w- take this upgrade. That's actually a downgrade. I'm gonna give them that's what one. It sounds like I'm gonna give them one fucking star ratings every call that I'm on until they fix this, because this is really irritating. So in the interim, um, will I can do reverse calling? Although you know, here the thing is too with with that is it's next to impossible to remove somebody from a group. I have to wait. I have to just, on good faith, hope that whoever's on hangs up. And, uh, and I don't even know if, they'll, if it'll go away, you know, after that. Uh, because, it, you know, uh, I don't know. The, the functionality on this is garbage. 
Yeah, the the, the pull down menus that I used to have on Skype all gone. Um, it's just it's just a hot, dirty mess, and I am not happy. I'm not happy at all. So, <sighs> I'm sure you're not the only one. No, no, which, I'm sh- which sure there are other. Means they'll get that shit fixed quick. Yeah, not quick. I'm sure there are a lot of small broadcasters out there that are are livid about this. So, uh, so yeah. So in the meantime, um, we'll we'll uh, I'll find out before we uh, get into name calling if anybody wants to uh, do a reverse call in. And I have most of your phone numbers saved, so from all the all the call ins. So just let me know, and if I don't have it, I'll uh, uh, I'll get you. So. We'll try and do two calls because we usually take two calls. So, um, anywho, well, look at that. We played a little bit of catch up. So, Joe, you got any uh, big things going on uh, in, in your world? You got a, the, uh, the dogs uh, eat any of your legs or anything? Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. leg's gone. But I have another. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's why God gave you two. That's so. right. Oh, you stumpy Santorsa. <laughs> stumpy. Hop along. We're trying, we have to replace uh, one cabinet, a kitchen set, a couple of rooms of hardwood floors, and uh, I just replaced all my landscaping, so it's okay. Are you being facetious at all? No. Because of the dogs? Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. We, we, had, we had to do a massive landscaping re- reconstruct because... We always put mulch like everybody else, and we have nice plants and stuff around mm-hmm. our deck and everything. But then all of a sudden, all the, the puppies ate every plant I had, every stick. Oh, yes. <laughs> they took a dump to the ground. <laughs> and this is why you can't have cows. nice things. Oh no no! What they like? They like the the sticks, so they would take the plants apart, and then they would have sticks, and then they would pile them all on the deck. So this spring I had to clean the deck, take all the sticks out. I had no more plantings in the backyard. And all my mulch turned to mud. So every time it rained and the puppies ran through the beds, (laughs) their whole Uh. undercarriage was black. Oi. Yeah, so... That's familiar. (laughs) We had to rip everything out around the deck. We had to put... And we put big rocks i was just gonna ask if you decided to put rocks in (laughs) we did we put nice i mean they're nice they're they're they're, oh the guy had like 50 varieties of colors and sizes oh i bet we took we took like softball size rocks and they did all new plantings and we did put these rocks under my fence around the deck no more mulch when you get old (laughs) you hate mulch (laughs) You yeah. stop with the mulch, I and either go with rubber, huh? I I have hated mulch forever. Well, it's especially bad when it deteriorates in the winter, and then you have it turns to mud, basically black, mm-hmm. mud. slimy mud. Yeah. Mulch, I, oh, they yeah. said it'll turn into compost. They said it does, <laughs> and then the dogs run through it, and they bring the compost. <laughs> Our kitchen floor was. It looks it's it's like it looks like wood, but it looked black. <laughs> like what a bunch Barbie of jerks! Used <laughs> she used to cry every night. Aww. So um, that's what we did. It's it's all stone now. And one thing collies hate it's walking on stone. Aww, like poor little fuckers. Really? Yeah. Two little 
Yeah, their little paws will slip down. They have an acre of grass, and I'm worried about the beds, right? Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) The house is is clean now. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. We'll we'll give you an amen for that before we go to the break. So, uh, the the, the, amen, you know. um, Amen. For rocks, for rocks that dogs hate to walk on. So I'm sorry, uh, I missed the party. The party would have been great. I, well, I'm sorry we couldn't make it. We and, will have me, another party. Yes, I hope we'll have a garage by then too. So yay, yay! Uh, and now all I'm I'm obsessed with going online and looking at uh, bars and uh, beer fridges and tool chests. And a bar and a and a and a, uh, a bottle opener I can mount on the wall. <laughs> oh, and pegboard. You need pegboard in a garage. Oh yeah, lots we got, of pegboard. We got some down in the basement, so All right. I'm good with that. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna go ahead and hit the break. Uh, we will be right back with lots more. Uh, turn up the night right after this. We're gonna get into some politics and shit. Not that I really want to, uh, but, <laughs> it's been, but it's been a really but, slow news day. Uh, well, it's been a slow audio day, I gotta say, because there's no no real audio grabbing me out there. But uh, we'll hear from Alex Jones tonight, everybody. How about how about little uh, the little elf uh, leading the chant? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll hear the grunting uh, Keebler elf. Uh, you know, the little yeah. sloth, sloth boy teaching uh, our high school adolescents how to be uh, bigots. Yeah, exactly. And fascists. And fascists. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, Here's a song we haven't heard in a while from Bobber coming up called Coming Undone. So here we go. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime. couple things before we get to showtime. I think Friday would be a lot of fun uh, to give a recap of Bob and Rain's visit to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think that'd be very cool to hear uh, because there were some things in the pictures that I saw that I remember from when I was there. So that, that'll that be very exciting. Uh, also, you don't want to miss uh, Mike Check Radio this Saturday because guess what just happened? San Diego Comic-Con. And of course, there's lots of really great trailers that have been released. Lots of great, you know, uh, nerd uh, uh, um culture um news so all three hours we're gonna have to sound the nerd alert sound the nerd alert and uh yeah it's uh it's gonna be fun i'll be there for the second half of the show we have a family reunion to go to on saturday but i'll be there in time uh because i'm really excited to talk about the shazam trailer and the aquaman trailer so i'm pretty stoked about that and um if you're just tuning in, there is an issue with the Skype phone number, and it is all Skype's fault. And I'm hoping to get a, 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 a solution to this soon, but we tested it last night, and I cannot add incoming calls to the conversation, so we're going to have to go back to reverse call-in for a while. Um, I'll try and get a couple people lined up for reverse call-in tonight, uh, but probably not until after next segment uh you know like at the bottom of next segment i'll try and find somebody because uh uh my memory sucks so hold tight uh but of course welcome back to uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello 
Where'd you go? Crap. Hi. No. I'm, I'm here. It's Skype. Okay. All right. So you got oh. to hear the last oh, part of Oh, my gosh. Crap. So. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, well, welcome back, and uh, and it was it was a real treat uh, hanging out with you and Bobber for the weekend. So it was. It was. But, uh, it's a mutual. It's a mutual admiration society. Yes, and and again, I think I've regained trust with the cats now because they don't really poor cats. Well, you know, I mean, they're not. They don't like hanging out with people, and you know, other than me and Susan, and yeah. Uh, so the, for and of course, Joe Santoris is Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, but but Joe, every time we walked in the house, like they were like waiting to see if somebody else came in behind us. You know, <laughs> so cats are suspicious by nature. Yeah, these guys. Dogs, yeah, not no, so much. No. They smell each other's penises. Come on. Right. <laughs> uh, seriously. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, but uh, true anywho, story. true story. It is true. And they're bee holes. They're bung holes. Penises and butts. Bung holes. Well, see, you, you could say Don't wieners. Say uh but yeah and they do uh they do also smell uh the the occasional uh, bung hole so <laughs> <laughs> poor lbj uh i know that's what he's famous for on this show uh <laughs> so anyway that's what he's famous for in history too yeah yeah true uh so it's like riding a wire fence <laughs> i gotta get that line where he was talking about having a crotch that was too high. It was like riding a wire fence. So I need you to make me some of them slacks. Uh, <laughs> slacks. Uh, so anyway, all right, let's get to some of the audio here. Um, eh, some of you might have heard. Um, uh, Trump has a, a new enemies list. And, <laughs> and it's a bunch of bullshit, really. Uh, but Some of it's stupid. Yeah, some of yeah. it's dangerous, but some of it's just stupid. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it's 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 maddening for the most part. Fuck! But some of it is stupid. You are correct, and um, I want to uh, 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 of course Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt. They're like uh, the, I love I love seeing those two. Uh, <laughs> and I know I'm still not forgiving them for unleashing Sarah Palin, you know, Trump 1.0 on the world. Um, but uh, the, I do love hearing them dish on Trump. It's pretty nice. It's, just, it's kind of relaxing. It's like lighting a. It's like lighting an incense and dimming the lights. No, it's playing not. Playing a little music. Playing a little smooth jazz. <laughs> What's uh, Wait, was it the evening? The no, the night. Oh God, I'm thinking of that character from SNL. Oh, um, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah, I, I can't remember uh, what he called himself on that. But the night um, storm or the slow storm or something like that. So, Sorry, but anyway, anyway, Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt are talking about this new enemies list, basically. Trump uh, declaring uh, that you know that they want to take away security clearance for former security advisors, national security advisors, including Comey and you know a whole laundry list of people, 
and uh, this is this clips kind of long, but this kind of sets up what what's going on here. So here we go, Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt, and I think if you're lucky, you'll hear a little bit of Fat Donnie sharting out some words too. Uh, so here you go. I want to bring Steve Schmidt into the conversation, but I, I just want to reset for our viewers. Uh, the White House today releasing an enemies list, a list of former national security officials um, for whom they have now uh, publicly stated they have under consideration the punishment of stripping these men and women of their security clearances. These men, former CIA directors, former FBI director, former national security advisor, and former acting director of the FBI, all maintain security clearances for uh, giving their expertise, giving their institutional knowledge to a president and the executive branch of government after they leave. Joining us now, Steve Schmidt. Go, Steve. Kind of cold for it to be with you. <laughs> I didn't think you needed any more well, you know, Since when did you need so, a question so, for Steve? You know, this is, a, this, is a, this is a very dangerous day for American democracy. Uh, this is the move of an autocrat, not an American president. We don't strip security clearances for for political reasons from members of the opposition party who have served all of their careers, all of their lives in defense of the country, uh, have sworn oaths to the Constitution, not to a party, not to not to the leader. But, you know, this is uh, part and parcel. Trump began politicizing the intelligence services from hour one of his administration when he went to the CIA memorial wall and talked about his inaugural crowds. This is just a culmination of his increasingly erratic behavior. And of course, this occurs a week after he stood up next to the Russian president and took the Russian president's side in a dispute with America's intelligence agencies and of course then forced his national director of intelligence, Dan Coats, to kowtow, publicly apologize and essentially humiliate himself at the feet of the leader. So this is again this president's uh, continuing abuse of power his authoritarian instinct uh, at, at full use here. Uh, it, it is alarming, to say the least. Yeah. So, uh, no, there was no fat Donnie sharding away in that clip. I think it's the next one. Um, Emphasis but, on stink. He said instinct. Yeah. Stink. <laughs> well, we know where that stink's coming from. Um, shake, sure, Sir Scherzelet. Um, the ladies' man. That was the Tim Meadows character. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. The ladies' man. <clears throat> so, um, I wouldn't give that much credit to Steve Schmidt. I don't know if he's a ladies' man or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, uh Joe, you, you, you have any thoughts on, uh, on what Steve Schmidt said there? Behaving like an autocrat. I just think he's got the greatest vocabulary of anybody on television. He really does. Yeah. We really that need we need him on our off. Huh? We need him on Mad Libs sometime. <laughs> I, I, honestly, honestly, he's that man can rattle off uh, insults at a rate that would stun a spinning star. I mean, really, he, the guy's incredible, and he, he the words just roll right off his tongue. I I just love to listen to him. He's got alliteration down to a science. Uh, yeah, he, he's just—he's just got an incredible vocabulary. I really admire that. I do too. I do too. And and it's nice because he has—he kind of has—he almost has a little bit of an Appalachian accent. You know. Yeah. Yes, he does. And 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 he—he's he, very smooth, and he and he doesn't stumble, and he doesn't hesitate. You know, he's very smooth. 
um, he's one of the most devastating pundits on TV when it comes to Trump. Yeah, yeah. he really is. I concur. And um, I actually have a when we get to the end of this clip, I actually sliced out a little uh, evergreen edit from that too. But yeah, so Rain, you you sent this video along and said this is kind of how I'm feeling today after, um, you know, the, the what's her name? Um, hmm, she got kicked out of Red Robin. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, not Red Robin. <laughs> Red Hen. Red Hen. I was close. Yeah. It's a bird. So it's okay, and she's a cuck. So oh. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, you you no, sent I- you sent this along. Go ahead. I I felt a lot like that. I mean, I find this incredibly dangerous. It is an enemies list. It is going after people for their, not even for their political views, because, you know, what Schmidt said in there is he said the opposition party. And if the opposition party means that you're speaking out against Trump, we're really in deep shit. Mm -hmm. Because most of the people on that list, with the exception of, I believe, Susan Rice, are Republicans. Yeah. And then the the other part of this, I, I've been thinking about this today. It, it's there's there's so much that happened with this yesterday. The other part, like I said, they're Republicans. These are also career civil servants mm-hmm. who have got high level security clearances. So mm-hmm. they've been doing this for a long time. They are using their First Amendment right to free speech to speak out against the president, and they are not using their security clearance to speak out against him. No. None and, of them are. And, and you know what? Honestly, if he revokes their security clearance, the the that's not going to hurt them. It's not. It's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt the. It's going to hurt the country. Yeah, that's the other part of this. That's the other. The other part of this is that a lot of people when they when they leave those positions, they are automatically given that that high level security clearance, top secret, for a year, because yeah. even though they're out of service. You know, they still know stuff. So mm-hmm. somebody who comes up behind them, this way, they, the, whoever comes up behind them can reach out and say, hey, so I'm covering this this particular issue. You knew about it. Can you help me with it? Right? So that, exactly. that hurts our national security. The stupid part about this, the incredibly stupid part about this, and this is where I n- realized this is not about what Sarah Sanders said about their monetizing their security clearances. Andrew McCabe and James Comey, when they were fired, lost their security clearance. Yeah. So when they're sitting there saying we're going to yank those clearances, Comey doesn't have it. And um, there's there's a fellow on Twitter that I think people should follow. His name is Benjamin, Benjamin Wittes. Yeah. He is one of the people who runs Lawfare Blog. He tweeted out either yesterday or today that he texted James Comey. And asked him about this, and James Comey replied saying, they offered me my clearance back. I denied it because I didn't want to be accused of leaking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so they, they don't uh, know. This is, this is not about what, whatever Sarah no. Sanders says it's about. It's not. It's, it's not. It's you're right. It's pure political. It's a hit list. It's McCarthyism, it and it makes us less safe as a country it does and uh so here's uh here's part two um we got three more clips of this steve let me play for you the president's recent attacks this seems like something that was building up in him um and really just came spilling out today let's watch the president with um jeff glore of cbs news ticking off okay that's pretty funny something that was building up and just spilling out of him 
Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a happy meal. Yeah. Some of these people and what he was mad about. Do you think any intelligence agencies, U.S. intelligence agencies, are out to get you? Well, certainly in the past, uh, it's been terrible. Uh, you look at Brennan, you look at Clapper, you look at Hayden, uh, you look at uh, Comey. I have no confidence in a guy like Brennan. I think he's a total lowlife. I have no confidence in Clapper. You know, Clapper wrote me a beautiful letter when I first went to office, and it was really nice. And then all of a sudden, he's gone haywire because they got to him and they probably uh, got him to say things that maybe he doesn't even mean. But uh, no, I certainly don't have confidence in past people. You look at what's happened. Take a look at all of the shenanigans that have gone on. Shenanigans. It's very hard to uh, have confidence in that group. <laughs> shenanigans. Somebody got to him. They got yeah, to him. Somebody got to him. Well, what's really funny is how Nicole Wallace picks up what Trump just shard out there. She wore gloves. Love Don't her. worry, everybody. And a, and a respirator. Um, <laughs> that was me putting the glove up and in. Anyway, that was up in. Nobody. Stop it. What? Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Who? Who? Who did it? Who got to him? Who? Yeah, Who? exactly. So, but yeah, your whole That's, little your whole little hey, glove jo- your whole little glove joke back there. Aha! Uh-huh, very funny. So, uh, but yeah, uh, but uh, I'm into your joke. I'm just kidding. That's just a new. This is a new thing. I joke. This is this is just the new thing I have. Aha! Very funny. So, it was a practical joke. I know. There you go. We'll we'll give you the the A train for that. Um, all right. So after Trump got done sharding everything out there like i said uh they picked up on what he where they where he left off. steve schmidt just two more pieces of information to throw at you and then and then take it away but um during the most controversial and 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 really devastating periods politically after the iraq war um took some of its you know most botched turns there was never an effort i talked to three former of our former colleagues no one was ever stripped of their security clearances for being harsh critics of the iraq war this is never happened before where critics of a subsequent administration take away the security clearances of the one that preceded it, no matter how harsh the political debate comes. And And I heard the president say something there that struck me. Somebody got to them. Well, I've heard from people inside the president's inner circle who are saying, I think maybe somebody got to him. I mean, there are people who have always been skeptical of the collusion question when it comes to Donald Trump, but have always thought, well, he might have obstructed justice because he's sloppy and he's messy and he's used to family mom and pop uh, business operations. They're now openly wondering, um, not in front of television cameras, but, but in conversations, whether there might be something there on this collusion question. Your thoughts? Well, when you diagram the president's rantings right there, what what jumps out, of course, is his allegation of nefarious conspiracy. They got to him like an episode from the X-Files. This is not the musings of a sound mind. This is the rantings of somebody who seems unhinged, frankly. Uh, Amen to Steve Schmidt once again. Uh yeah, and it, but the, he really he really and we sh- we should play this now. Uh, he really really drives it home here, Joe. In this last clip, this was truly a thing of beauty from Steve Schmidt. The allegation of conspiracy, 
um, which fuses together with his scapegoating of minority populations and, of course, his victimization uh, of his supporters, that they're all being victimized together by this hidden conspiracy that works for the purposes of the elites against the victim class uh, that is supported by minority populations, the invading hordes of Guatemalan children, for example. This is all part of his shtick that he repeats over and over again from his mass rallies where he lies constantly to that TV interview. And no doubt tonight on Fox News, there will be all manner of allegations of conspiracy that will contextualize the they got to him and make it make sense to 40 percent of the country for whom Trump has stripped away any ability that they have to see objective truth and fact. And of course, that's alarming in a democracy. Well, I think Steve Schmidt probably just gave me the foundation that I need to make a Trump cult jingle, and that is this. 40% of the country for whom Trump has stripped away any ability that they have to see objective truth and fact. It's like a song. <laughs> yeah, we need to lay, lay down some beats. Yes, exactly. Or some music behind it, or however the musicians yeah. do it. I don't know this. 40% of the country for whom Trump has stripped away any ability that they have to see objective truth and fact. Zero. Yeah, I don't know. That was just on the fly. Haha, so. <laughs> uh-huh, very funny. So, uh, you know, what's frustrating about this whole thing, you see, you see these tariffs, right, are hurting the soybean farmers and and they come on television and they say yeah we're, we've had this farm for like 130 years and it's been in the family for 40 generations and we're, we're gonna lose it because of this but we're gonna stay behind them why do you stay with them because i love them well, because he said that. i he could thinks- say the n-word now and not have to worry about it and I don't like those brown people. Yeah, I mean, they had VFW. I mean, I know we'll get into this Christ. after the break, but this. Uh, this the is thing is, really the dangerous. thing is, I, I could be mis- mis- misogynistic. I could be homophobic. I could be be a racist. I could I could be a you know a xenophobe. I could be all those things, and I don't have to be ashamed about it anymore. So I, I'll lose my farm just for that. It's worth yeah. it. Well, it is worth it because they're going to get bailed out by our tax money. That's what pisses me off. I'll tell you, that set me off today. It did me too. I mean, I mean, I, I, welfare for billionaire farmers. I don't know if they're all billionaire farmers, though, Joe. Well, I really don't care. This is this is the but, thing. Here's a, here's something that he caused. Yes. Because because he had a wet dream when he was sixteen that he'd have a trade war, right? And now we have to pay $12 billion for his nocturnal emissions. Okay. (laughs) Did that happen through his penis, Joe? I hope so. Don't say penis in this house! That really really pissed me off, too. Yeah, I'm I'm really pissed off about this, too. I really am. Oh, me too. Me too. If we get a chance to talk about it, if I, are we going to talk about yeah, it later? Yeah, we'll talk about it. A little, we'll just save your thoughts. <clears throat> we'll we'll uh, return to this. I, I, yeah, I've got some thoughts. We'll return to this after the break. 
Uh, and because uh, I don't have a ton of audio, so I just wanted to make sure we got all the Nicole Wallace and Schmidt stuff done in the same segment. They are awesome. They really are. They really are. So uh, they're they're I definitely making up for the pain. Go back thing. to not liking them for their policies. Exactly. Exactly. So all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back. We'll, we're continuing this conversation. Probably talk about Jeff Sessions a little bit, and um, and maybe a little something about Trump and Compromat. We'll see, uh, and we'll save the Alex Jones for later. Why I don't know because I want to torture you all. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back uh, with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Cleveland, home of the, home of the, home of the... You know, stuff. All right, welcome back to Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Just a quick reminder, the phone lines are down uh, until further notice, so we'll probably do a couple reverse call-in thingies. Uh, I'll find a couple volunteers on the break um uh at the bottom of this this hour uh but of course welcome back uh to the program joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the electric city thank you very much you're welcome you're welcome very little so (laughs) i'm kidding uh very very little yeah uh but no yeah welcome back joe and of course uh and i won't forget about you tonight like i did like a royal (laughs) asshole on on friday jesus well it was so overwhelming because we were in the presence of that too well no Uh, no huh i i've i've been forgotten by my mother and father at times so (laughs) 
<laughs> well, are you, are you the middle child? Uh, no, I'm. I was a second child, but uh, I got lost in uh, Coney yeah. Island once. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oops. Wow. That's yeah. Terrifying. So, it, it was. I was about ten. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, and of course, Rain from For Freedom's blog. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to lay the blame squarely on your shoulders for forgetting uh, last Friday. Thank you for stepping up. Uh, so, I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to be like. I'm just, I'm just trying to be like Trump. It was. <laughs> you are so not Trump. Oh my God! It was just a unique situation. But that was mm-hmm. very Trumpian. Had, but you did Trumpian. Yeah. Yes, uh, we don't apologize for America anymore, or for turn up the night. We don't apologize for turn up the night anymore. So <laughs> I'm going to be like Dan Coates. Well, yeah. So so just real quick before we get back to your thoughts on the the Trump enemies list, how hilarious is that that he goes in front of the VFW today and says, and, and seriously, I'm 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 a little embarrassed that he got such a warm reception at the VFW for what a piece of garbage he is and how he, you know, diminished Vietnam the service of of people in Vietnam by saying he had his own sexual Vietnam when he was you know yes. cadet cadet bone spurs. Um, Is this the second time he's been there, though? Uh, probably, probably. Uh, but you know, the, the, so so he said that you know he said today in front of the, the VFW. Uh, we don't apologize for America anymore. What did you just get done doing? You you, you blamed America. Thank you. for you know for for Russia hacking us. You victim blamed America. That was actually the third time. You remember the first time was in front of Bill O'Reilly when he's like, well, you know, we've done some terrible things, too. Oh, yeah. And Bill we, we... O'Reilly actually said, you know, Putin's a killer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I had a Trump cultist today on Facebook ask me exactly how is Putin a butcher. What? I'm not going to fucking tell you how Putin's a butcher if you don't know. If you're that willfully ignorant and you don't know about all the shit he's done, shooting planes out of the sky, gassing his own citizens, forcing people out of their homes for the Olympics and destroying roads so they could get to, you know, a doctor or their grocery store or I don't know, you know, the the Moscow apartment bombings that were the Mm -hmm. only people ever indicted were people from the fucking FSB. You know, oh, fuck that's off. All stuff you you made that up. Yeah, f- fake, fake news. Fake Stop news. spreading lie Stop and spreading false lie news. And fake <laughs> news. <laughs> uh, yeah. The journalist killed killed on the bridge uh, while he Stop watched from the window on the Kremlin. Lie and false um, news. Yeah, I didn't even get to mention the yeah the the, the you the know all the journalists. The yeah, yeah. The yeah. Journalists killed. And how about the the people in England that he that he he gassed? Yeah, well, and and uh, poisoned. And and you know. how about the the good number of still underreported Russian associates here in D.C. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how about all the people killed by by nerve gas in Syria? Sure, that, that was launched from Soviet. Soviet. We're fucking. In 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 the most. Yeah. From Russian air airspace uh, air, airports and I sure. mean, come on, and and let's he, not forget. Does he read? Does he read papers? Russia Was and Iran. It, Russia and Iran are allies too, and now Trump's saber rattling in all caps with Iran. And 
Iran is laughing. Iran. How could, how could anybody be so stupid as to ask you a question like that? I mean, really, how could you? Yeah. You should um, have Well. How stupid are you? Well, uh, Joe, uh, Steve Schmidt will explain. 40% of the country for whom Trump has stripped away any ability that they have to see objective truth and fact. Yep. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, one, one thing I have to say that I, I, I get what he's saying, but I don't, I don't know if I want to give Trump that credit that he stripped away from them. I, I sort of feel like they've allowed themselves yes. to suspend uh, yes. their um, sense of reality. They, they gave it up. They gave it up. I don't know if him. I want to put that on Trump. I think that's on them. Yeah, I think I, it's I think, it's think willful it's a, ignorance. I, both. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's both. It, it's 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 them because this was their gut feeling. They're nativists. They're racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that's heart. true. Okay, yep. and Trump was the man who awoke something in that particular yeah. segment of our population and told them it's okay to be like that. Yep. Yeah, it, it's like he stripped that away from them in the sense that. Basically, they they saw Trump as a reason to give up on decency. And we can say the N word again. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And it's happening. Oh, it's happening. I don't know if anybody saw the uh, uh, Who Is America? Is that the name of it? The Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen show. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, that fucking idiot Trump cultist <laughs> fucking pulled down his pants and was screaming the N word. Is he a representative? Yeah, he, he's a. Yes. He's in the ha- yeah, in like this Georgia. This is only the second week of that show. Last week there was a whole bunch of them that were like, "Yes, guns for toddlers." Well, oh how yeah. About, how about the one with Cheney or Cheney? I haven't even. I haven't seen. Oh, it the yet. Cheney yeah. one. He gave him. He gave, he gave him a waterboarding kit to, to, to autograph. And he oh, did. this is a first. Uh, it'll be worth a lot of money. That's exactly what he said. Seriously, Cheney, just go slither, slither back into your filth and don't come back. Um, so anyway, but yeah, He's but you guys, yeah, he is, he is. But you guys had some. Uh, so was our waitress at, at um, uh, the, on Thursday, Rain. We had a cyborg waitress. Well, How she... long did those batteries last? Yeah, because Susan asked. <laughs> she had some kind of device on her arm to monitor her oh, that's right yeah and and she, no she wasn't a cyborg she was and a susan cyborg. was like are you a robot and i was like no she's she a did. cyborg but she she was actually a diabetic oh yeah. she i know she had she had the monitor on yes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah a friend of mine wears cyborg. that yeah and you, it's got an iphone kind of thing that you yeah. scan well I, and, yeah, anyway it was, it was pretty fantastic yeah, it was. But it was any, cool. Any. I I I, I said he was a cyborg as a compliment. So anyway, um, uh, you guys wanted to talk a little bit more about the the thing with Schmidt and uh, uh, Wallace and the security clearance stuff. Well, I just, Joe, you go with this one. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, he's you mean why he's doing it. Well, I uh, thought you guys just had more things you wanted to say about it. So. Well, okay, it, it came back to me. I had to think about this. One of the biggest things about this is, and I heard Nicole and and Steve talk about how you know, um, you know, Trump is going after, or Trump is going after people who are um, 
speaking out uh, out against the administration. And and what I find amazing about this is that no Bremer Clapper and Bremer and Clapper I think are part of the Investigate Russia um, board along with Rob Reiner. Yeah. I think that they are. Um, they're not going after the administration. They're going after Trump. Mm-hmm. And what Trump, what, what bothers me so much, you know, when you go back to that one clip that was played when I think it was a CBS reporter who said, uh, do, do you feel like the security, you know, our security or intelligence services are after you? And he's like, well, they're, they're doing, you know, not at first, but now I think they are. It comes down to something really important in that, again, it's about Trump. It's not about the administration. It's not about the nation. And one of the most dangerous things I think is happening right now, and he did it today at the VFW, he's trying to turn the nation's priorities, our national security, um, being an American, Mm -hmm. what it is to be an American, into all about Trump. Yeah, I, am I, I hope I'm making sense. This is a really hard totally. thing to put into words because it works in my head. It's it's not about the security. It's not about our our intelligence community. Trump doesn't care about our intelligence community. If he did, he wouldn't like threaten to to rescind these these clearances. What mm-hmm. he cares about is people caring about him, and and he really we are this week. It's only Tuesday. Um. <laughs> But in the past week, since last Tuesday, he has yeah. taken us a step further towards him being more of a dictator. We could talk about, you know, autocracy and all this stuff. He is really pushing for dictatorship. Oh, yeah. And I don't I don't like to say it that starkly. But going after going after people with security clearances who speak out against you. What next? What are you going to do to the average American who speaks out against you? He's already tried to go after the people in the press. Mm -hmm. What happens when he starts coming after regular Americans? Well, you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm tainted and I'm (laughs) hardened and I, tainted and hardened. I'm the happy clappy, right, Joe? And you are. You're a happy clappy, and I, you know, you you lift me up because I and I put you down, <laughs> and that's why we worked well together. And I'm a buffer, <laughs> and you're a buffer. But Actually, but I have to Ken say, Ken is this. pretty buff. He is buff. But <laughs> buff. He's a big guy too. Anyway, um, I I I I had to admit to some of my more optimistic liberal friends over the weekend that this is the first time after Helsinki and and a little bit after that little incident with the security clearances. It's the first time that I saw the Republicans buckle. Not not crack. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to line up against them or anything, but they buckled. It's almost like the Borg got hit with a phased phaser that was changed and then they adjusted but it you saw the buckle they were scared it was the first time i saw them really scared see when joe is happy clappy and i'm not 
Uh, I'm not happy clappy, but I did okay, see maybe it. Not they happy buckled. clappy. They, 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 like, it's like like when a, a fight pragmatic. Broke, somebody gets a punch in the face in the ring, and they their knees buckle, and yep. they don't go down, but they go back to their ring in their corner, and they're not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Good it, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like this. A week ago. Yeah, they're shaking it off. Yeah, right. Yeah, they shook yeah. it off, just like the Borg. They adjust to the frequency. Sure. But I saw it happen. I saw there's a way. This guy's not invincible. Yeah. And there's a point that will break them. It's true. It's true. Oh, something's got to give. It's true. It's true. I love that. I'm tired. I'm tired. Coming. All right. I got a couple. uh, I'm going to move along here because I got a couple uh, short clips I want to play. And um, actually, no, this this one's kind of long. I think we can get away with it. We'll save this session's one because it's short. Uh, this is, um, no, actually we'll do the sessions, sessions one now because the Alex Jones one is short and we'll do the, uh, the other one, uh, with the Alex Jones one. So here is, uh, Jeff Sessions was at, uh, Turning Point USA High School Leadership Summit. So basically young, dumb, brainwashed, uh, Trump cultists in, in high school, um, who, you know, much like the poorly educated that, you know, chanted this at Trump rallies, just took it upon themselves to tra- uh, to chant this at uh, this Jeff Sessions little powwow they had. Um, and Sessions just thought it was so adorable that they did this. And he started to chant along and laugh. And, uh, yeah, so listen to what, what happens when a bunch of high school kids chant, lock her up mm. at Jeff Sessions. Lock her up. What? What's up? <laughs> Lock her up. Ha ha, very funny. Yeah, not fucking funny at all, you little elfin piece of shit. Lock her up, is that what you're saying? Lock her up, yeah, I remember that. For what? Now, I don't know, I don't know if this is an annual thing, because I kind of get the feeling that it is. A lot of stuff here, you know, these conferences are annual. Yeah. This guy is the Attorney General of the fucking United States of America. Mm-hmm. And him egging on a bunch of high schoolers, mostly boys from everything I've read and heard, mostly the ones that were chanting that were the boys, not the girls, in that room, is disgusting. Oh, wildly so. Could you imagine if Eric Holder... Or Loretta Lynch did anything close to that? Uh, there would be impeaching and well, if they, they wouldn't do it, they wouldn't do it because they know that it's it's just immoral. <laughs> it's immoral. It's in poor taste. And not just that, if they had done it, 
because they're both people of color, there would have been a whole bunch of white people wanting them strung up by the neck from trees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can't I I I just that he laughed that he laughed and he joined in with them. Mhm. Mhm. So basically this is like him him like appealing to the future it's not Hitler youth, it's Trumpler youth. And somebody pointed out the difference between and and I'm I'm not going to defend John McCain, but when that lady went up to McCain and said Obama's an Arab. Hey, he's and an yes. Arab. He's, he's an Arab. Bad head lady. And, and he said, no. No. Oh, the Saturday Night Live takeoff of her was wonderful. Yes. Anyway, uh, he said, no, 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 no. We have disagreements, you know, on, on issues and things like that. But he's a good man. He didn't fall into, at least he had the class not to fall into the the rantings of the mob mm-hmm. that he was in front of. Yes. This man today just went right along with the flow yes. of the mob and an adolescent mob at that. That's Instead of saying be yes. mature, that's not the way grown people it's react. It's not civil. Uh, right. uh, not civil. What those kids did was not civil and he literally literally encouraged it. Exactly. So so what what I want to reiterate what this was leadership summit mm-hmm. yes. there was no fucking leadership there at all well there was there was if, if you like I said it wasn't the Nazi youth it was the Trump youth well yeah yeah uh, they, they, I, they, I know that's dark the but... spirit of the spirit of Trump no. was that was the leadership of indecency and immorality you are correct yeah and 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 why not? Because he's he's trying to play to the audience of one who went to the Boy Scout jamboree and talked about and fucking somebody on a boat. Talk, talked about yep. orgies on a yacht, and that was funny. Yeah, My head's gonna explode. Um. So yeah. So yeah. yeah sessions. Really uh-huh, Aha! Very funny. Um. Really quick. It's, yeah, it's gross. It's it's that's exactly it. It's just gross, and it's in in that that's the feeling that I get about our country every day that this monster is in control, and, and that his his he's giving voice to the ugliest aspects of this country who really think they're the fabric of this nation. The Trump cult really truly believes that their ugly, immoral, indecent, fake Christianity is really what fuels this country their hatred and their their white supremacy is, is really the backbone of this nation and it's like I, you know it, it, and it, this is I, I mean for all the whining and moaning and crying that the right wing did about president obama being you know the it's he's gonna be like hitler and there's there's fema camps and the re-education mm-hmm. forces and well, yeah. you don't need re-education forces with with Trump. Is all you need is people to to just you know coddle up to him willingly and swallow his garbage. Like you know, it, it, it he was able to indoctrinate people because he was on TV and he's rich and I like him and he'll give me a Trump steak. You know, that's all. That's all. Go ahead. 
I'm sorry. One of the things that scares me the most about what we just heard with Jeff Sessions is those are high school students. Yep. Now, I pray to God, if I believe in a God, I, I, as you all know, I'm not sure, but I pray to God that that's a minority because I'm th- what made me well, really scared It was a conference. It wasn't that- one high school. So they, they basically selected a bunch of right-wing assholes from a whole bunch of different high schools. So I okay. don't think right. that it's going to be, yeah. And you know what, Rain? Steve Schmidt did address your prayer to God, <laughs> too, uh, the other day. He said, "When you, we keep hearing about this Trump base, Trump base, Trump base, Trump base, I'm yeah. so sick of the Trump fucking base. The Trump, the Republican Party, people that identify as Republican represent 26 percent of the population of this country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so keep. Okay, let's start with yes. that. Okay, yes. so that means that means close to 70 percent of the country do not identify with their party. So, and the Trump base." let's keep in mind, is like 30% of that or 40% of that. So yeah. let's keep in mind how tiny this, this 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 isn't some powerful force out there like the pundits will let you feel or no, like Fox to- News makes it. The, the, they say that the, the, the base is, is, is actually nothing. The only thing that gave him power is our screwed up electoral college uh, and system. And the media. Yeah. Yeah, and our media that gave them free, free, uh, free airtime, but that most most of the population live on the coasts, and we only get so many electoral votes, and that's mm-hmm. it. You know, but but okay. let's let's not let's 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 not pretend where this society is going. I, I I don't think we are. I just want to be concerned with the warning signs. Yeah. You know, I I don't think it's unfair. I mean, because. No. How many people under thirty years well, old care that you're, you're if you're gay, or if you yeah or if exactly, or yeah, if that's came true. From, or if you're immigrated from Pakistan? How many kids people under thirty think really fucking care? None, zero, mm-hmm. very little. It's changing. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah, that my good. generation is going to die off. Joe, you are the happy clappy tonight. There you go. Well, All right. true. I mean, well, that's what's going to happen. We we got to go to the break. Um, right. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't ask anybody. Uh, let, let me know if there's any uh, takers um, takers for reverse call-in over the break. Uh, I'll, I'll check back. If I don't see it, rem- just, just wait until after the break and we get to name-calling. If you want to do reverse call-in, let me know during name-calling. I'll do the first two people who say they want to do it. Um, but, uh, but again, wait until we do name calling cause I don't want it to scroll by while I'm on break and, and miss it. Uh, so anywho, let's go ahead and, uh, we got no green news report tonight. So, um, we're going to listen to just music, um, uh, tonight. And, uh, I want to hear, uh, let me see. Truth destroyed, truth not destroyed by Hairwolf. Uh, hey. so. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night uh, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Thank you. 
Kiss you in the mouth. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower, 
Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up The Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Uh, ah. <laughs> 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 I love that, and you'll understand why I have that for later. <laughs> uh, anyway, and of course, uh, Bobber said um, the ver that version of Truth Destroyed uh, has an awesome bass part. And yeah, that's uh, my, my dear friend Derek Poindexter, who passed away recently, last year, uh, was the bass player on that. And he is a treasure, and he will be missed. Uh, but he left an indelible mark on the Cleveland music scene. Um, and, um, and of course, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. He's here and he's electric. Oh, excellent. And, and I, from what I hear, you're no puppet. No puppet. No puppet. And it's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's I am the puppet. Uh, you're the electric city. No electricity. <laughs> uh, and, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Unfortunately, you were too far away from the computer screen to do name calling on Friday. So I'm going to go ahead. Too far. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you would have needed, uh, like, trifocals or something to see that. Do you want me so. to read them tonight? Yeah, that's uh, I'm saying. This is your your makeup session uh, for uh, not being able to do name calling on Friday, and and of course we'll have you do it again this Friday too. So, uh, I'm on it. all right. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the source of energy known to womankind and all right let's get straight to the biscuits so in the chat room tonight we have bobber dc we have francie who was i guess offline for a couple of days and is now deeply disturbed i don't blame her um we have heather we have jay collie we have kenny we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. That was a great um, time hanging out with you, Dad. I'm so glad you got to come and meet Bob and Rain and Cat. Well, no, he met Cat before. My apologies. Um, and uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. You were a great sport uh, playing taxi for all of us, and um, I love you. And and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, but uh, next time you get drunk, and we'll drive you around. So we'll be there for that. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the paperwork because he said that he would adopt me. Uh, yeah, I think he put that in the mail yesterday. Last year. We have <laughs> Joe, Mr. Marnus. We yep. have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy and Durwood. Tim Coromal is here. Trojan Rabbit is here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. I, did anybody come and go? Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know. We, we've had kind of a thin chat room tonight. Um, 
I think that's everybody. Okay. I think that's everybody, and I don't I don't see any birthdays, so it's it's our comfy little cozy room tonight. Yeah, it really is. It's good. So um, let's have a group hug. Yeah. Aww. Well, if anybody oh. else wants to do reverse call and let don't me know, we'll touch me there, we'll Joe. Get... <laughs> Joe. What? <laughs> what the well, hell are you talking? Well, about? <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> what? Happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry, yeah, Joe. I I hey, what happened? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see what we can do to. Uh, all right, I'm getting used to new Skype, everybody. So I'm gonna get. Uh, there we go. I think I think this is the right number to use for Francie right here. So uh, there. All right, trying to get Francie on. Hopefully, it doesn't make an obnoxious ringing thing. But uh, we're gonna. Oh, oh, I forgot. We have our uh, old school reverse call. Hello. Hello. So, uh, Francie, are you there? Francie. Francie. Um. Hmm. Nope. Right. Should I talk like I'm full of joy with every voice note that I have? Like Francie? Hello! Hi! No. Says she's on. Right. What the heck? What the heck? Maybe it's still ringing. Maybe I'll just I'll See, just we try. Ha- we were huh? having this problem with Francie on Sunday. Uh, oh. Yeah, Tim and I, or Tim, not me. Uh, By the way, we, President's birthday was Sunday. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw hmm. that. So. Oh, President. Did, I'll, I'll give him a birthday ball have, in a second here. Francie oh. said, "Call me on my phone, no Skype." Yeah, she was having a hell of a time. I tried Sunday. her phone. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. All right. So. Uh, but yeah. So. Uh, oh, oh wait. Happy no, pre- birthday, president. Yeah, president. Happy birthday. Here you go. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right. There you go. Happy birthday, Prez. Uh, let us know what you did in the chat uh, uh, for, your, for your birthday. Um, and I got Francie. Let me see. Francie Sell. I got Francie Sell. And that's what I tried. So I'm going to try and add her to the call. Three more people in this call. All right. Not on this call, Francie. But I'm trying. Nope. Didn't work. Uh, I don't know what to do. This is this Skype bullshit is pissing me off. Um... Okay. Yeah, we so. had a hell of a time with Francie and Son. Like I said, we and then we lost her in the middle of the show. So Yeah. Yeah, Skype is see. really acting up. It really is. Uh All right, let me see if I can view her contact here and see if 
view profile Okay, wait a second. I think I got it there. So, can I just click on... Of course, no, I can't do that. Let me see what happens. Um, great radio happening right now, everyone. Great radio. Um, what we have here is a failure, failure to, to communicate. communicate. <laughs> All right. Why can't uh, seriously? The, Skype is making it so fucking difficult to add people to the, these calls. You know, it's it's not cool. So, um, all all right. So, go to call. And uh, seriously, this is not cool. Um, all right. While you're working on that, can I can I share you share with yeah, us all? Yeah, please. Somebody moment? somebody talk about something. Okay. So today at the VFW, Trump literally said, it's all working out. Just remember, what you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. Which is really kind of peculiar because, according to Miss Betty Bowers on Twitter, mm -hmm. there's a quote, the party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. George Orwell, 1984. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I find this incredible that he said it to the VFW, and you know the VFW, from what I understand, and if we have other veterans out there, I think that's a more conservative leaning veterans of foreign you know veterans of foreign wars, obviously, but it's more conservative leaning. Mm -hmm. um, that said, earlier today, the VFW issued a statement. And it said that it was disappointed with audience members. And here's, here's, here's the message. We are disappointed to hear some of our members boo the press. The reporters on site today were our invited guests, and we rely on them to help spread the VFW's message. And that was from the manager of communications for the VFW. And all I can think of was, why did you invite him? Why yeah. would you... He's the guy who incites people to boo the press. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I, 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 I have a feeling he's going to go after the VFW. Because that's what he does. Uh, well, I, do, kinda... I don't think. He got too warm of a reception. I don't think it's going to happen. What was disturbing is that the very people in there cheering him have lost their sense of reality because if they sat there and had a brain and thought about it the very thing that they fought for the very thing yes. that brought them to the veterans of foreign wars was foreign. freedom of the yes. fucking press yes okay yes. and now you're booing the very thing that your brothers and sisters died for yeah how yeah, fucking this... stupid are yeah. you people they're just like those fucking farmers yeah, out in North Dakota, crying about their soybean uh, 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 family going down the drain. But we're gonna still support them because in the long run, we won't have any money. But we but love I can him. Say word. He's a real man's man. He whines on that Twitter. He's a real alpha male because he cries like a little baby on Twitter. There you go. So yeah. I don't care if I lose my farm. 
Yeah. But they're not going to lose their farm because $12 billion is going to them. And you know what? I really feel like that $12 billion is one of the biggest I am going to pay for your vote stories ever. But it's not going to help because because $12 billion doesn't go far. When you're trying to prop up an entire trade organization like like farms. I mean, I, I still think, think of all he's the, trying all to the do is he's trying to buy votes. That's and, and, and you know, you know what's happening too in the ports in China. They're pulling another stunt that has nothing to do with tariffs, which is that they the produce gets to the port and they pull some bureaucratic nonsense on the ships and say they have to in, inspect them and they have to wait and they're out of inspectors yeah. and, the, and the stuff rots there for a week until it's no good and unsaleable. That's another thing the Chinese can do and they're doing. So yeah, this, this is, is a dirty war, Mr. Trump, and it's not easy to win, like you said. But don't believe that because don't believe your lying eyes. Believe me. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really disgusting what's going on. I and you know, I am I am actually very loath to call um and I've seen this. I've seen this from people who are on the left side of the aisle. You know, you starting the mem of, oh, look, they're welfare queens or they're, you know, I don't want to do that because I really feel like what Trump is doing is he's actually setting this up for the liberals to call the farmers the welfare state. And so he can flip it around and say, look, here are the Dems calling you the welfare queens. I hope that makes sense. It does in my head. It's one of my sure. favorite sayings. Sure. But he's it, it, flipping this around. He's flipping everything upside down. He does it all the time. And and it's it's disgusting and and it's problematic because the money that he's using, he's taking it straight out of um I think it's the agricultural department or the USDA, which is under the ag department. So he doesn't need he doesn't need Congress to to authorize this. He's just taking the money. He's just taking the money and saying, we're going to give it to farmers who are now victims of my trade war. You were a victim of my trade war. And here, now I'm going to give you money. So you vote for me. This is upside down land. It really is. It really is. is. I I mean, I just... uh, I mean, if Obama had done half of the, if he had run roughshod over his base as badly as Trump has done over his, we wouldn't have stuck by him. Oh, no. We would not have fucking stuck by him. No. In fact, my knees buckled right off the bat when he increased the troops to Afghanistan. Yep. Yeah. I got to say, I I, I lost a lot of followers on Twitter because I jumped all over that. Mm Mm-hmm. I said, you know, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> this was the whole thing, you know? And 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 uh, I, I can't tell you all the people that, that attacked me on Twitter and dropped me. This is back in 2010. Yeah. And and, yeah. and, 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 and I was vocal about it. I'm sorry. A promise, a promise uh, broken is a promise broken. I don't care who breaks it. That's some, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I felt that way too. And here, here's the difference because I did feel like it was a promise broken, but I also felt like, all right, this was a promise broken. Why was it, why was it broken? What is the rationale? 
why did this happen? And in the end, I didn't, uh, I didn't like it, and I didn't agree with it, but I understood it. Yeah. Well, and so, and and I, I know if I don't think I knew you at the time, Joe. We probably would have no. deeply disagreed about this, but no, no, you um, um, it was something where it was at that point when I felt like, you know what, I'm not going to just trust this guy blindly. I'm going to pay close attention to everything he does and try very hard to understand why he's doing what he's doing. And that was, I, I was really glad I was able to, for myself, able to do that with Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. I can't do that with Trump. I can't. Well, I mean, we went into this knowing he was an unabashed, unapologetic racist. So, right, you know, right, I, right. I mean... He never he never even attempted to say he was sorry for the birther movement. So why should we give him anything? No, he just said it's over. That's it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. So anyway, I was trying to get uh, Heather to send me her phone number because she volunteered to to try and do reverse call-in. We're just going to have to try and work on this on Friday. It's getting too late. Um, but this is this is some nonsense. This is all Skype's doing. And seriously, you fucking suck, Skype. I'm so so livid. I'm livid about this. So um, yeah, really this is the second time they did this to you. Fancy. Yeah, it's the second time they've tried to. Uh, mm-hmm. the, they're trying to steal a phone number from me because I was hacked last time. And they're like, oh, I'm just so sorry. We just can't verify your identity no more. There's no way. I only gave him like 800 of my fucking contacts, every email I ever had, my address, my my the the fucking credit cards that I used to pay for shit, the PayPal account. And they're like, "Oh no, we can't do it." Sorry, you lost that number. So this is nonsense. Um so I'm sorry. I'm sorry everybody. I can't do the reverse call in, but it's um uh you know I don't know if it's just France. It, and that's the thing. It's like I, I try to add Francie, and it's like I add what I think is her cell phone. I don't know if it's her cell phone or not, or if I should be calling her landline. I'm not sure because I got like four contacts for her. But it wouldn't let, when I went to the contacts and it showed her other phone numbers, it wouldn't let me select one of those to add. It's just like, just add Francie. Just add Francie. Okay, well, can I decide on which, like a phone number instead of just Skype? Ugh. Trump Trump and Russia (laughs) blaming all of them seriously this is enough that is going to be a very worn out clip uh, by the end of the Trump administration Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh but please baby Jesus let it happen and lordy there are tapes oh lordy 12 of them 12 a whole dozen does that make a baker's dozen now? With, that it makes with, a baker's dozen. Because there was another on the one. first day of Cohen, my Mueller gave to me. It's on like the, Cohen went to the Krispy Kreme of Trump tapes. On the first day of dozen. Trump, cuck. <laughs> Somebody already did that, you know. That's been done. Tr- on the, kidding me? Trump, no. cuck? Somebody did the 12 Days of Christmas with the 12 tapes. Oh, okay. oh. I didn't I, even know that. That's great. I wasn't stealing it. Oh, I, I, I it up in my head. I think Trump well, cuck. Oh, I mean, finally, in America, we're allowed to say Trump cuck again. You know, what? this war on Trump cuck has to end. We all need to be able to say Merry Trump cuck to everybody. 
I don't want to put orange lights on my Christmas tree. On my trump cup tree. Oh, orange. On your trump cup tree. So we wish you a merry trump cup cup tree. I'll put it out in the backyard of our new house so the dogs can piss all over it. Hey, everybody, it's trump cup in July. (laughs) 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 We already had Halloween in June. Now it's trump cup in July. (laughs) Fucking bastards. Seriously, you're not America. You're just a hat full of assholes. Uh, <laughs> Basket of deplorables, I know. Yeah. The thing is, is that Trump, honest to God, he is he. We we talk about him all the time, but the bottom line is everything he does, it's it's so anti-American. It doesn't help people. I mean, even this thing where he's trying to say, "Oh, we're going to give twelve billion dollars to the farmer." Okay, so that's money that's sitting in the USDA that's taking money away from. People who need the money from the USDA and the agricultural department to pay for the farmers who wouldn't have had this problem if it wasn't for his fucking tariffs. Right. A problem, again, another problem. It's a waste he, of money. Another problem he created out of and nowhere. And socialism. Sure. Not that oh. I have a problem with socialism, but it really is socialism. Oh, oh my God. Did anybody watch that fucking exchange with Joy Behar and uh, Megan McCain on The View today? Oh, no, and I Megan McCain just, oh, hair on fire meltdown over socialism. You know, and Joy Behar's, oh. yeah, I, I, and Joy Behar's like, yeah, socialism's great. Spend more money of that, you know, the top 1%. You know, all these rich people, you don't have to give them that big of a tax cut. We can have better fire departments, better schools, better water, better streets, you know. And the thing is, what drives me fucking up the wall about conservatives is they won't acknowledge that socialism has been working in this country for the for 150 years for the social yeah. services that that uh, that we all take for fucking granted and has turned people into lazy fat slobs yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know so right. all yeah, those fucking so mouth breathing trump I, cultists I, yeah go ahead yeah now, when I said it's socialism I, I I think there's probably a better way to put it because I don't want to slam socialism because I, in the end, maybe it's not socialism. I think it's just Trump taking money out of the government just to help people prop him up. Well, it, it, yeah, I mean, Somebody I guess it's selective, selective socialism, right? Well, what he's what he's doing is is he creates a problem. Is it welfare? Maybe it's then, welfare. Yeah, well, it is because he created a problem. It was of his own making at the tariff war, which was unnecessary, totally out of whole cloth. Yes. Totally a fantasy of, of Donald Trump's. He, and now it's starting to affect the economy. It's affecting his very voters in the very areas of the country where he's so strong. And so now he's got to buy them off and pay for his his little fantasy. So he's, he's just like he pays. Them? Well, yeah. he's doing what he does with, with, with hookers and Playboy bunnies. Well, wait a, wait a second. Is, is he actually using the federal government as a campaign contribution to well, his sure. potential voters. Oh, sure. he's he's using and abusing. I mean, that's every... like just handing them. Sure. God forbid his base turn on him, so he hurts his base. He hurts his base with these tariffs wars, 
punches them. So to them appease them, he gives them $12 billion dollars to hold them all. All right, my all right, money. All right, your all right. money. All right, it's break time. <laughs> um, so, all right, we're, when we come back, we're going to find out uh, from a, a, a very special source. Um, it sounds like Trump has some compromise. I mean, I think we all probably, you know, came to that conclusion last week if we hadn't arrived at it already. <laughs> so, uh, we, we've got a, a Trump biographer. Uh, we're going to hear hear out, and, of course, uh, we're going to uh, delve into a little Alex Jones and do some Mad Libs. And, uh, yeah, and my apologies to everybody. with I couldn't even figure out how to save a phone number on Skype the, the way it is. I mean, they it, this is like the least intuitive, least user-friendly version of Skype I've ever had since I've been doing this. So, uh, fuck you, Skype. I'm using both my middle fingers to flip you off right now. Fuck you. We're going to load up a macaroni song for Skype on the bottom of the next hour. Yeah, and Trump. Yeah, definitely him. And especially all the dirty, filthy scumbags who still support him. Hey, Trump. Fuck you. Just, uh, but we love him. Why don't you leave him? Because I love him. Freaks. Jesus. Fucking masochists. Um... Anyway, we're going to hit the break, and when we come back, lots more fun. And sorry, everybody, about the Skype thing. It's just annoying. Uh, but I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep complaining. I swear to God. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. No puppet. No puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. So I says to myself the other day, I says, Kenny Pick, you've been doing this show for 10 years. You've had a a bunch of different intros here and there. Maybe it's time to do another one. So I'm actually thinking about working on a new intro for the show. Uh, So uh, I know that, you know, these two will still be around that I use because I do the Tuesday one and the Friday one. Uh, But I'm thinking about working on a new one. I I don't know. I've I've, I've gotten some audio clips and uh, and stuff that I think I might be um, uh, working on uh, putting some crap together and uh i'll i'll premiere a couple things tonight 
in the next segment that uh um you know i i just i have a vision for a new intro and it, it, i want to you know how a lot of the, the the one intro is like oh it's done with the internet and stuff like that i really kind of want to go with that and i'm going through like old radio commercials and things like that and internet stuff that's why i was going through that you know internet thing the other night where i got the um you know go do a google search you're going surfing on the internet that won't be part of it (laughs) uh but uh you know i found some good stuff but anyway um welcome back to the show uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc what do you think is it time for for a brand spanking new intro for the show um yeah you you are open to change i am open to change i'm scared Joe is scared. Joe scared Torsa in uh, scared in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm a scared, as they used to say around here. I'm, a scared. I'm a scared. Oh, they said it around here too. So, oh, do they? They say uh, oh, yeah, scared. Yeah. I'm a scared. I'm a you scared. know, Joe. I got a really funny story. Uh, it, when I was a kid, there was. Uh, Joe's not old. No, it's mean. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But well, um, but no. When I w- I was at a party when I was a when I was a kid, and uh, me and uh, my friend Steve were there, and we couldn't quit laughing about this um, uh, for for months. It was always like an inside joke. You know, he was my best friend since we were like in first grade, and we went to this party, and this uh, this mom starts you know yelling at this this kid that's there it was a birthday party for you know one of his cousins or something so there were a bunch of kids there we didn't know and the mom was like you know said to the kid behave and the kid's like i'm being have i'm being have (laughs) (laughs) and uh so that was something we'd always repeat to one another. <laughs> we always picked up on absurd little things like that. So a scared made me think of being have. <laughs> a so. scared. <laughs> a scared. I don't know where they get that. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, just weird, dumb kids. So that's well, it. Let's blame Trump. Uh, so anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, and, uh, let me think. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we got some other audio bits, uh, for everybody here. Um, and where the heck, where the heck was I? Here we are. Um, yeah, so here's, uh, 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 David, uh, yeah, Brooke Baldwin with, with David K. Johnston, uh, who's been following Trump for the better part of 30 years. And uh, he's convinced that the Russians definitely have something uh, on Trump. And I'm going to say something about this clip. This was the last thing I got today, and it's four minutes long. So, at, per usual, I will pause it when I when I, I, I deem it necessary. But it came from Raw Story, and there's somebody who makes videos for Raw Story and Mediaite and all these different places, and they always fucking have dropouts in them. So don't worry, it's not me. It's whoever made this video. There are a couple dropouts in it that I just couldn't fix and didn't have time to find a better copy of the video. But yeah, so Brooke Baldwin and David K. Johnston uh, talking about uh, um, looks like Russia probably has something on Trump. But again, this is not breaking news. Russia is right now 
right now attacking American elections, and this president has yet to level any type of vitriol against Vladimir Putin. The lack of attack is bolstering beliefs Putin lack has a attack. hold on the president, not from the campaign, but through Trump's finances. Investigative journalist Adam Davidson writes this uh, in The New Yorker, quote, in the years before he became a political figure, Trump acted with impunity, conducting minimal corporate due diligence, and working with people whom few other American business people would consider fit partners. During that period, he may have felt protected by the fact that U.S. law enforcement officials rarely investigate or prosecute Americans who engage in financial crimes overseas. So with me now, the author of The Making of Donald Trump, he is David K. Johnston, a Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist and editor of DCReport.org. He has been reporting on Trump's finances for almost years. Yeah, see, David, yeah. you are the go-to guy on this. I want you to just off the top remind everyone how much foreign money just exists in Trump world. Oh, lots of it. We don't know exactly, but we know the Russians have been uh, courting Donald, spending money on him, and putting money in his pocket now for 30, more than 30 years. Uh, Donald's son, uh, one of his sons, has said they were getting lots of money from Russians, and he's been deeply involved with Russian gangsters in deals in New York, Florida, Arizona, Colorado, Toronto, and other places. All right, we'll pause it right there. That's about a minute uh, and a half in. Breathtaking, isn't it, Rain? It is. It is breathtaking. Yeah. His two sons have said this. Mm -hmm. His two well, sons. One said, "We get our money from Russia." The other one said, "We don't need we don't need American banks." And Trump himself. Uh, all right, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to find the quotes. Bear with me. Sure. Continue sure. on. Well, people. yeah, yeah. That was uh, Donald Jr. said uh, that he was the one, uh, I believe, who who said, "Oh yeah, we, we you know we've got a lot of money uh, from Russia pouring in." Uh, what, I don't. I, I'm not sure if Eric said it too. No, Eric. Eric did. I'm going to find it. Okay. Find the quote. Bear with me. Continue on, no my problem. friends. No problem, Joe. And, and you, also, they go they, ahead. Yeah, they said they said also that uh, there was a period of time there where he he had no bank loans. No, he was in a, a bankruptcy situation, and yet he was paying cash for all this stuff, and they didn't know where the money in the can uh, account for where the money was coming from. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was a period of time where his his uh, his businesses were underwater. He couldn't get an American loan, and yet he Deutsche was. Bank. Well, he got some. Right? Yeah, Deutsche Bank, and and uh, you know, retiring Justice Kennedy's son helped him there. Mm -hmm. And uh, but there was a period of time where all he did was get Russian money, and they can't account for that period of time. Also, um, we haven't seen his tax returns. Nope. So the answers to all those questions are, are there. Yeah. And they, they talk about that uh, coming up in the clip. Um, but, Rain, did you find the, the, the quote? I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Okay. Bear with me. Well, here. The, no, you, you, you keep looking. Let's play another minute or so of the clip. So here, here uh, let's continue. Brooke Baldwin with uh, David K. Johnston. All right. So that said, there has been all this chatter since Helsinki and since this invite to have Putin come to the White House. People are wondering, 
why would he do this? Is the president compromised? So Adam Davidson also wrote this. Uh, Trump fears there is compromat out there. Maybe a lot of it, but he doesn't know precisely what it is, who has it, or what might set them off. So David, do you think Trump is compromised, or do you think the issue is he thinks or knows there is some sort of compromat out there, he just doesn't actually know what it is? Well, Donald believes in his own mind that he is better than the rest of us, and of course he should be president, he should be in charge for life, as he himself has said. But Donald also knows that his tax returns, and if thoroughly audited, are a real problem. I began at DC Report six weeks ago calling for a criminal investigation of Donald's tax returns. He's had two civil fraud trials, income tax fraud trials, that he lost. He's confessed to being a sales tax cheat. He went to extraordinary lengths to hide books and records from an audit by the city of New York. And there are many, many other examples I've written about over the last 30 years. And Russian money is very important to Donald's position and explains why when banks wouldn't loan him money and he had no... He was flush with cash to do all sorts of deals. Uh, as well as being bailed out a few years ago uh, by Dmitry Rublovlev, one of the Russian oligarchs who paid two to three times the value of a mansion Trump had in Florida that was a dog on the market. All right. Uh, so we all remember that. We all remember that. Um, but yeah, again, it, it, his taxes are a nightmare. That's why they've never been released. He's been bailed out by Russians time and time again. He's, you know, he he was so poor at one point, and I've mentioned this before on the show. He was so broke and so in debt uh, that basically companies would just, uh, you know, like big global conglomerates would hire him to just be the face of something because he was famous to try and yeah. bring money in, and they just gave him a paycheck. It wasn't his investment. They were like, you go out there and you do a little bit of legwork, be a salesman for us, and we'll, we'll you know, help bail you out. But this isn't part of your legacy. So I found it. Okay. Found two of the three. Eric Trump in... Um it was 2014 said um, he had access to $100 million in Russian money. The quote was, we don't rely on American banks. We have all the funding we need out of Russia. See? Right there. And, uh, and I'll put the link. I'll put the link in the chat. And then it was Junior. Junior was the one who said... Um, in terms of high-end product influx into the U.S., Russians make up a pretty disproportionate cross-section of a lot of our access. He said that in 2008. Yeah, not too terribly long ago. So, just these people, this family, is they are every one of their heads, Eric, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka, mm -hmm. not Tiffany. I'm going to give Tiffany some slack. Well, Trump doesn't like and her. I'm going to... No, no, he doesn't like her. She's also she's also going to um, Georgetown Law School. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't like Barron either. By the way, uh, I'm I'm uh, fairly certain of, of that too. 
Um, but they're all so deep into Russia, and so mm-hmm. is Jared. Jared. Anyway, I, I'm rambling. Uh, I, Joe, they're, they're Russian assets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you want to jump in before we get to the end of the clip? Yeah, uh, just just to say that uh, you know this this money thing could all be resolved, as I said before, by getting his tax returns. And he's hiding something, and he is definitely frightened right now about what Cohen knows. Yeah. You know, uh, if he wasn't, yeah. he would be speaking against uh, Cohen. Right. He I, is he petrified. Known everything when he didn't release his tax returns. To sure. me, that was like that. Back should have, then. That was a red flag. Yeah. And that we still haven't seen them. And there is no audit. We know that. And what about last year's tax returns and every other year's tax returns that aren't That's- being audited? You know, we put a crime family in the White House. No, we didn't. They did. Well, they did. By default, we did. By proxy. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. But, I'm uh, American. Yeah. That's it. All right. That's let's, all I have. Let's, uh, let's listen to the tail end of the clip. It's only 45 seconds long. So do you think this president is compromised financially? And do you think that is the reason... We have yet to see his tax returns. Well, we're never going to see Donald's tax returns unless Governor Andrew Cuomo is serious about his sort of baby step claim that uh, if asked, he'll authorize a criminal investigation. Uh, But yes, on financial level, uh, a thorough audit and examination of the books and records is going to show deep ties between Donald Trump, Russian oligarchs, Russian gangsters. And when I say Russian, I mean Russian-speaking peoples. Uh, And it explains why Donald would attack the Pope, but will not say a critical word about Vladimir Putin. David K. Johnson, thank you. Putin. Putin. Vladimir Popin. Uh, yeah. Speak ill of the poop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm typing for Mad Libs and and trying to talk to. <laughs> he spoke ill of the poop, but he said nice things about the potent. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the poop. The poop is when when Putin becomes the pope. The poop. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but yeah, he speaks ill of the Pope, but, you know, won't say, you know, dick about, uh, Putin, you know, and, and, uh, did you guys see that, uh, I sent that earlier, um, uh, Trump was so happy that, you know, his man crush, you know, entertained him, uh, and, you know, well, you know, Putin was like leaning back in his seat, pointing at his dick, and Trump had his hands in front of his crotch, like in a triangular fashion, kind of. Um, and uh, and and Trump was so excited about that trip to Russia, and he's like, "Let's have another summit. Let's have another summit. Let's have another summit." And and Russia's like, "Not not now. I have a head." Yeah, yet. I guess yet. that yet yet. I guess uh, I guess he's still a little raw from that tug job that Trump gave him last week. So <laughs> yeah, he's the, he, he needs to put some salve on it. He's used to the raw dog. 
<laughs> I Putin must not be. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of amazing, right? The, now the, the Kremlin's like, I, I don't no, know if not you want to go. Not tonight, Donald. I, I have a headache. Don't think so. He was yeah. very eager, and I don't like very eager. I boys. like I like hard to get. So, it's fucking nonsense. Absolute fucking nonsense. So, um, it's high school in some respects, isn't it? It really is. It really is. So, yeah, high school with nukes. I know. That's true, Joe. That's the dangerous part of it. (laughs) Class of Nukem High. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's an actual movie. Class of Nukem High. That's what we should (laughs) we should call this. Wow, I need I need I need to troll that movie now for clips from Class of Newcomb High. So, um, all right, I've been threatening this uh, all night, um, everyone. Uh, it's time. It's time. I'm here to beg God to get me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. I submit to it with pleasure. All right, so here we go. Tough guy, tough guy, He-Man, Alex Jones. He's he he's a little sad. He's grown a really crappy beard. If anybody hasn't seen that, what? <laughs> oh, it looks so terrible. It looks so terrible. I mean, I know my beard's nothing to write home about, but I know what it's capable of. He's just decided to start <laughs> growing a beard, and he's never had a beard before, so it kind of looks like he just kind of like shifted the hair on top of his head down to the bottom of his face, like it's on a swivel or something. Um. So have that much hair. I know, I know, and it, but the the it, and it looks like he's probably dyed the hair on his face because he's a little bit younger than me, and I've got a fair amount of gray in my beard. It looks like he's grown in a short, crappy beard and then dyed it. It looks really stupid. Um, you sure, right, you sure it's a beard. <laughs> it, it could just be it's, dirt and pork or something like that. I don't know. Could, so. <laughs> <laughs> Could be pulled pork. Could be pulled pork <laughs> and a little what? little dirt. Pulled pork. Some cobwebs. He, he went up in the attic and stuck his head in a box and came down. Like like my cats do. You know, they go down to the basement and they stick their head in a, a dusty corner and come up and they got cat they got cobwebs in their whiskers. It's like, oh. So that's what that's what Alex Jones probably has done. But uh here is tough guy. Tough the toughest of tough guys. The toughest of uh, uh, super male vitality taken snake oil salesman, you know, where the before and after is just like, you know, a red filter. Uh, like, this is what Alex Jones looked like before. Super male vitality. Big fat guy without a shirt on. After, yeah, big, big fat guy without a shirt on. <laughs> who's red. <laughs> so, <laughs> With a lot of vitality. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so here, here we go. This is uh, li- listen to this, Alex Jones. Uh, I, I think um, if Robert Mueller wanted to, 
he could probably he won't i'm sure he won't but he could he could uh um probably press um um he could probably sue for defamation charges after this and uh and it's also a death threat too i mean that's the thing is like once it's mueller everyone's so scared of mueller they'd let mueller rape kids in front of people which he did i mean mueller covered up for a decade for epstein okay we'll pause it right there he said robert Mueller raped children in front of people and and they just let him yeah yeah wait he's connected to epstein yeah, well, yeah. Lost. Epstein yeah. is that guy that is rumored to be tangled up with Trump. 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 Yeah. yeah. And used to have the underage sex parties. Yeah. Yeah. So I think James Woods might be entangled in that too. Uh, I think he might yeah. want to talk to. Uh, is this that the one where the thirteen-year-old, the the woman who was at the time thirteen years old, said he she was raped by Trump? Yes, yes. I believe so. So. So Alex James Jones would, is saying he can't that talk to his agent, he doesn't have one anymore. But anyway. the only thing that would save Alex Jones from defamation, if Mueller were to pursue this, is that he's calling him Mueller. So oh. you oh. know, so by Never. mispronouncing by mispronouncing his name, that might be a ploy. You know, no, no, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about this other Mueller. Nice. So good. Uh, but but anyway, continuing uh, because he just said he raped children, and he's gonna gonna go on and say no, he didn't rape children. He did worse by not raping children, kidnapping kids, flying them on sex planes. Some kids as young as seven years old, reportedly, with big perverts raping them. Perverts to frame people. <laughs> I mean, Mueller is a monster, man. God, imagine. He's even above the pedophiles, though. The word is he doesn't have above sex with the kids. He just controls it all. Wait a he, minute. Wait a minute. He just said he raped kids. And he's like, word is that he doesn't even rape the kids. He just controls them all. What? 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 This what? Is, is, the, this, is, is this like a transfer of the pizza place Hillary yes. Clinton thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I'm sure thought. I'm sure he but probably bought... Probably bought brought James Gunn into it as well. I'm sure. Uh, um, did they buy the rights to that that conspiracy theory? Because this is actually copyright infringement. What is happening here? I, copyright I, infringement. I have no idea, but it, it just gets it gets crazier and it gets worse and it gets dumber. And he threatens to kill uh, Robert Mueller by the end. Imagine being a monster like that. God, God. All people say, "Well, God, aren't you scared of him?" <laughs> I'm scared of not manning up. I'm constantly in fear that I'm not being a real man and I'm not doing what it takes and I'm not telling the truth. And so call it whatever you want. I look at that guy and he's a sack of crap. That's a demon I will take down or I'll die trying. So that's it. It's going to happen. We're going to walk out in the square politically at high noon and he's going to find out when he makes a move, man. Make the move first and then it's going to happen. It's not a not a joke it's not a game it's the real world mm, politically you're gonna get it or i'm gonna die trying bitch get ready we're gonna bang heads we're gonna bang heads good you're gonna go see quiet right bang your <laughs> head this fat little roly-poly fuck what's that music it's 
sounded that like something from, from a Tarantino fi- movie. I think it's like Fistful of Dollars or something like that. Or the yeah, good, the good, or, the bad, uh, and the ugly. Plains Drifter. Yeah. Some Clint Eastwood yeah, but, but movie, I'm sure. This little fuck who who never put on a uniform mm-hmm. is going to take on this decorated Marine. Yeah. <laughs> and and Joe say, who who walked into into enemy fire to mm-hmm. save a comrade on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. Guy shot himself. Got a medal of valor. Mm-hmm. And this little fuck in his little studio is going to take him on. Take him on. And Joe, he'd shit his pants if Mueller showed up at his in his studio. He would shit his pants and faint. And Joe, you are prescient because that's why I have this audio. This is audio of what it would sound like if Alex Jones confronted <laughs> Robert Mueller. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Grown man crying. Don't hit me! Don't hit me! And then, uh, yeah, and if he did get hit, you know what that would sound like, too, right? Uh, (laughs) Sound like a lizard eating his balls. Uh, (laughs) Well, we do know know, that lizard people is. I have a dream. I have a dream right now. My dream is once this entire Mueller investigation is over, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Alex Jones is going to be still doing his show, and maybe by then his beard will grow down where it touches his penis, and he'll be happy again. Don't um, say penis in this house! Go for it, Ray. But my dream is is that once this investigation is done and Robert Mueller is now, you know, nicely in retirement, he decides one night to say to his wife, I have some place to go. And he decides to walk to the InfoWars studio and knocks on the door. And Alex Jones is like, Who is it? He'll be like, Mueller. Robert Mueller. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome to see him open up the door? And be, it just literally, I, I'm creating a drama in my head. I know, and I'm, I'm I'm playing Robert along with my with my little uh, spaghetti western um, uh, music whistling there. For oh, me. that's uh, the yeah. You're trying to do the uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Oh God, that would be. I'd just have like, oh God, and Mueller would have just like his own. Camera, his own gofo, you know the. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Or, or he could walk in and go. I know what you're thinking, punk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Did he have six bullets or five? You don't I know, mean, do you? You feeling me. lucky tonight? Are you punk? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You're you're starting to scare Alex Jones. This here. ain't funny, man. This ain't funny, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's got he's got a bucket of his uh, survivor uh, food there. He could just hide under his desk. (laughs) Sure. Oh yeah. 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 
Oh, by the way, uh, uh, you'd be happy to know that after the show, you'll have something to listen to because CNN is playing the Trump tape live. Which one? <laughs> the, the one that the lawyers released. It's Cohen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Are you shitting me? No, oh, they're Jesus, playing it really? right now live. And Are you it. shitting me? Sorry, that oh, was my, my, my John Britovo. They're playing it. They're uh, playing it. Uh, I wonder if I think Alex Jones has some commentary on that. Uh, 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 uh. Chris, Chris Cuomo is playing it live on his primetime show right now. Huh? How is it, Joe? Damn. Are you listening? Uh, I just got drips and no, I can't listen because I'm listening. Well, to yeah. Us. <laughs> but um, I'm just looking. I just looked at CNN.com, and they said they're playing it, and, the, and there was like they were discussing financing, and Trump said, "Pay cash." <gasps> oh, oh my tip top. tippy top and uh then i i'm watching maddow uh, with the the mute on and she broke in and they were showing the feed from cnn on maddow show oh i can't wait for the tweets i'll i'll put cnn on uh, i'll tell you what i'm gonna pull up cnn on my phone uh during the break and see what happens <laughs> but the so, funniest part was rachel maddow had the live feed from the cnn cuomo show on her awesome. show in that's another awesome. window wow Cro- adam hebert would say that's crossing the streams there so that is uh crossing yeah, definitely. All right. Well, as promised for Skype, we're gonna go ahead and listen to a song from Macaroni on this break. Oh my break. god! And wait, I, your dad just posted a David uh, Mac. Hold on, from David Mac. This uh-huh. is a tweet. David Mac, Buzzfeed. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I'm reading from his tweet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> CNN got the Trump Cohen tape. The best part in the middle of in the is in the middle. Trump yells out to his secretary, "Get me the coke, please." All right. Well, I tell I'll tell you what. I'm going to try and open my browser and play this when we come back. But we got to go to the break, okay? okay? So, uh I'll, I'll try and play that video um with anticipation. All right. Well, let's go to the break and you'll be able to hear it sooner. So, we'll be right back with lots more turn up tonight. Well, one more segment right after this. Turn up the- Up the Night with Kenny Pick. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you 
like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Fucking Cleveland! <laughs> 
All right. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Without further ado, um, <laughs> this is the uh, the Chris Cuomo audio. Good night here. I'm Chris Cuomo. Welcome to primetime. We have one of the Michael Cohen tapes, the secret recording of President Trump back in 2016 made by Cohen in which he and then candidate Trump discuss arrangements surrounding a payment to former Playboy playmate Karen McDougal that was made by a third party, David Pecker, as head of the National Enquirer. This all happened in the months before the election. Now, this is not a great quality recording, and that will be relevant to its analysis. So first, I want to play you the entire recording, not all of which is relevant to the payment. So listen for yourself. Let me know what's happening, okay? Oh. Oh. Maybe because of this it would be better if you didn't go. You know, maybe because of this. For that one, you know, I think what we should do is get rid of this because it's so false what they're saying. It's such bullshit. Um, I think I think this goes away quickly. I think what I think it's probably better do the Charleston thing just this time. Uh, yeah, in two weeks it's fine. I think right now it's it's better. You know? Okay, honey, you take care of yourself. Thanks, Pam. Yep, I'm proud of you. So long. Bye. Honey? Great poll, by the way. Yeah. Seen it. Great poll. Making progress. Big time. And you guys are good guys. Oh, Pastor Scott. <laughs> no, Pastor Scott. What's, what's happening? Oh, no. Can we use him anymore? Oh, yeah. 100, no, you're talking about Mark Burns. He, we felt him well, just. I, I don't mean that. Uh, Mark Burns, can we use him no. anymore? No. Richard um, Lefrak, sorry. Richard uh, Lefrak just called. He just had, we have a chance. He had an idea for you. Okay. okay. Um, so we got served from the New York Times, I told you this, we were regarding to unseal the divorce papers with Ivana. Um, we're fighting it. Uh, Kasowitz is going to... Never be able to get that. Never. Never. Kasowitz doesn't don't ever be able They don't have a... Give me a cup, please. They don't have a legitimate purpose. And you so, have a, a woman that doesn't want to see Correct. So, so you've been handling Yes, and it's all... It's been going for a while. For about two, three weeks now. All you have to do is delay it for... Even after that, it's not going to ever be opened. There's no There's no purpose for it. Um, told you about Charleston. Um, I Charleston. need to open up a company for the transfer of all of that info regarding our friend David, you know, so that I'm going to do that right away. I've actually come up and, I've spoken, and I've spoken to Alan Weisselberg about how to set the whole thing up uh, with so what are we gonna funding. That, uh, yes. Um, and it's all the stuff, all the stuff, because, you know, you never know where that company, you never know where he's going to be. Correct. So I'm, I'm all over that. And I spoke to Alan about it when it comes time for the financing, which will be awesome. What financing? We'll have to pay you. So I'll pay no, 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 no. I got no, no, no. Hey, no. How are you? It is a big night here. I'm Chris. Okay. Well- Sorry, that was repeating. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. So that didn't sound shady at all. Pay cash. 
بکش واو بکش can't trace cash well we're gonna have a lot of um uh revelations This i'm sure in the next few days mm, i can't wait for the tweets in the morning hmm wow so Do yeah it vindicates me it vindicates me no russian collusion <laughs> <laughs> there's no russian collusion <laughs> I'm not the wow. pair. You're the pair. I'm not the pair. You're and the again, pair. Trump, you didn't. You also did not talk about my cats uh, in that the uh, <laughs> audio. So, wow. Um, oh. Yeah, that's uh, so. There we go. That was three minutes of it. I'm sure there's more, and I'm sure everybody wants to go uh, uh, listen to it. Um, but I think a lot of the tape wasn't relevant to to that. But that was the core of the discussion about uh, Kara McDougal. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of the tape is not relevant to Kara, or is relevant to Kara McDougal. McDougal and we're going to find out that a lot of the other parts of that tape are relevant to everything. The, the wonderful part of it is, is that Lanny Davis is the one that gave him the tape. Yes! <laughs> That's yes. beautiful. It's beautiful. So, um, anyway. Oh God. All right, wow. yeah, this is a uh, you know. What the hell? It's crate going crazy, folks. We'll see how many more tapes we get by the end of the week. So uh, yeah, and living on Long Island says all he needs to do is say, say someone needs to be whacked. <laughs> so exactly, it really well, came that close, didn't it? Well, he whacked he whacked Putin with that tug job last week. So um, <laughs> anyway, it was a whack. Or was it more of a little rub? little tug little tug you know a raw dog tug i think there was a little penis massaging but see, now come on don't say penis in this house all right we got to do mad libs you guys good to get, do mad libs now so we can end the show on time yeah 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 all sure. right. i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Mad Libs for July 24th, 2018. <laughs> Dateline, July 24th, 2018. Mad Libs. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I need a verb, please. Uh, fright, frighten. 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 <laughs> Timmy just got frightened because something fell in the other room. Uh, and uh, oh, he's a sweet boy. Uh, Rain, the name of a male conservative. Mm. We just heard from a bunch. Tucker Carlson. What? There we go. Uh, no, Tucker's good. Uh, Joe, a silly word. Hee-haw. I love that show as a kid. Rain, a place. A place? Um, the Grand Old Opry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can go there, but I was going to go to Trump Tower. Yeah, Trump Tower. Oh, there. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I need an adverb. Mightily. 
Okay. And, and Rain, you were pretty impressed when you were watching me uh, fill out the Mad Libs while I was... I was. My Doing God, guys, else. you need to see how the sausage is it's made. It's mesmerizing, from what I understand. Uh, Joe, an occupation. Uh, I'm sorry, Rain, an occupation. Um. Okay, wait. Hold on, hold on. I got it. Mad Libs filler outer. <laughs> <laughs> an occupation, an occupation, an occupation. A Russian colluder. Ah, there we go. That's a good one. Uh, Joe, a number. Uh, four. And Rain, uh, the name of a female conservative. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Judge Janine Pereiro. Oh, God, she's beautiful. Step down. <laughs> Ick. All right, so let me... Uh, hey, guys, stop being dickheads. The cats are in here fighting. Uh, Joe, I need a, 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 a last... A last name. Let's go with the last name of a conservative. Um, uh, let's see. McConnell. <laughs> I read it in context a little bit. That's pretty funny. All <laughs> right. Um, Rain, another last name of a conservative. Jordan. Jordan. Okay. As in gymnasium. Jim as in gym, gymnasium, like Jordan. Jim Gymnasium. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, an occupation. Uh oh. <laughs> we just talked about Jim Jordan. <laughs> A moil. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say coach. Oh. So <laughs> wrestling coach. Um, A moil. A moil. Uh, rain, a number. Eighty-four. All right, Joe, an occupation. Uh, no, I'm sorry, an adverb, rather. An adverb, lively. All right, rain a verb. Likely. Nope. No, that's a that's an action I word. That up. I hate verbs. I really hate verbs. How about um? Well, they're they're predicated on something. I know. I verbs are so complicated to me. How about uh you you could use hate cuz hate is a verb. <laughs> I'm going to go with follow. Okay. Unless you think hate works. No, no, that's fine. Um and uh Joe I need another number and we're getting towards the end here. 12. <laughs> okay. So, Rain, I need a person uh, a, a male conservative. I already used Carlson. So let's go with... Guilfoy. A male conservative. Yeah. I have a problem... Talked about a few of them tonight. Can we just go with Hannity? It's easy. All right. I was hoping for Alex. Sorry if I let you all down. 
I, you did. I was looking for Alex Jones. No, I'm kidding. Um, Alex Jones is not even a conservative to me. I, I thought understood. about him. To be honest, I'm kidding. With you. I'm kidding. But he's, uh, he's Joe, a, a verb. Uh, approved. Okay, rain. Um, a silly word. Oogly boogly boogly. Oogly boogly boogly. All right. How about we just go with? Sh- no, no, no. It's written down. I, re- I already wrote it. Uh, Joe, <laughs> ver- uh, oogly boogly boogly. That's what I have. Uh, <laughs> silly, right? Ver. It is very silly. Uh, Joe, verb ending in ing. Courting. Courting. Okay. And rain an exclamation. Good fucking God. Uh, good uh, God. Okay. And Joe, you get the last one. A verb ending in ing, please. Fucking. That has already been used. Oh, no. Eh, I got a buzzer. Um. Uh. Boinking. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, but yeah, so I, I will. Thing. I will buzz you for, the, for that. So. Okay. Boinking. Boinking. All right. So here we go. I think Michelle's gonna appreciate this last one. Actually, all of the role players in Michelle's game are probably gonna appreciate the last one here. Uh, so this is these three Mad Libs come to us from uh, unicorns, mermaids, and Mad Libs. This is uh, Most Famous Mermaids, everyone. So here you go. Here's a list of some of the most slimy mermaids in history. The sirens of Greek mythology were hypocritical but dangerous creatures who would frighten sailors with their ticks, causing honeypot wrecks. They appear in both Tucker Carlson's Odyssey and Ovid's Hee Haw. (laughs) I bet they do. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Ovid's Hee Haw. (laughs) Tucker Carlson's Odyssey. That's insane. Uh, The sleeping mermaids of the Wikiwachi Springs in Trump Tower are mightily famous. In the 1960s, these female Russian colluders drew nearly four tourists per year. Sounds about right. That's true. Yeah, the most scummy mermaid in the world is probably Judge Jeanine Pirro, the main character of the animated film The Drowned Mermaid. Oh my fucking god. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, it's The Drained Mermaid. The Drained Mermaid. It's hilarious. Because of the flea tale by Hans Christian McConnell, the film tells <laughs> a, the film tells uh, the story of a teen of a teenage rat feces who is willing to do whatever it takes to become human, even if it means losing her fish guts. Wow, that sounds just like today's Republican Party. Yeah, just like Janine Pirro. So. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Fairy sightings are on the rise. Since at least uh, 1927, fairy investigation trader, the fairy investigation trader, 
has met, uh, met to rob and gather evidence of uh, of fucker life in all its reported forms. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> awkward. Uh, in the society's heyday, it boasted several famous shitheads, including decorated douchebag hero Lord Jordan and iconic <laughs> Moyle Walt Disney. Iconic Moyle. Though many of their algae were destroyed during World War 84, the society grew lively over the decades until bankrupt ridicule in the 90s drove the society to follow underground. Today, however, they appear to be as wimpy as ever with an active penis book page. <laughs> yep. And hundreds uh -huh. of and, and hundreds of devoted porn actors. A recent census conducted by the society shows sucky Skype sightings are on the rise, with twelve occurring in the past year alone. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, last one, last one. This one's for uh, my uh, Michelle uh, Sater play. You know, satyrs, those guys with, uh, you know, human uh, torsos and goat legs. Or, you know, human torsos, arms and legs, goat legs. Those are satyrs. They pay, play the pan flute. Apparently, they've got some uh, satyr action going on in their role-playing game right now. So, here we go. Satyr play. First satyr. OMG, I'm so bored. Second satyr. Me too. Let's play a twit on someone. First satyr. That's a weak idea. But who? Second Seder. How about Sean Hannity? He's dumb enough to puke for anything. Huh. He kind of is. And then parenthetically it says, the two bears hide under a dick cheese tree waiting for their wildebeest to pass by. Oh. Dick cheese tree, everyone. <laughs> a, a, a tree full of dick cheese. Thank you, chat. First Seder, why is he peeing so slow? <laughs> Maybe he has a blockage. Uh, second Seder, I'm so bored I could approve. First Seder, wait, he's courting back around. Second Seder makes kitten sounds. First Seder, what are you doing? Oogly boogly boogly. He'll poop you. This doesn't even make sense. Second Seder, I know, maybe he'll fuck this way. S First Seder, good fucking penis. God, good fucking God, you totally scared him. Look, he's boinking away. Second Seder, now we're going to be even more guilty. I don't know. That didn't... That so when we're talking about Seders, we're talking about S-A-D-E-R? No, S-A-T-Y-R, Seder. Okay. S A T. They're they're uh, again uh, man from. They're kind of like minotaurs, you know. You know. Min well, no, I'm sorry. They're kind of like uh, uh, not minotaurs, uh -huh. but um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, centaurs, where they have a horse body, uh, but the neck is like a man's torso and arms and head and everything. Oh. This okay. is a this is a man with goat legs and horns. Okay. Oh. So. Oh. Okay. Kind of early inspiration for the Christian version of the devil. 
All right, so, so we weren't talking about satyrs, like the Jewish. No, 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 not, not the holiday. I was listening to this, and I was like, because I don't know all this mythology, and I was like, oh, oh I'm this sorry. is starting to get really weird. No, it's S-A-T-Y-R, <laughs> satyr, uh, talking about a very specific, very specific uh, mythological critter. That's why it was in the uh, the mermaids and unicorns book there. And I there know I should have known better. Unicorns, and mermaids, and, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to read the the subtitle. Unicorns, mermaids, and Mad Libs plus anti-Semitism was in there too. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> kidding. Sorry about but, that. Hey, guys. we got a laugh. We got a laugh in the end. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and wrap things up. A little anti-Semitism in those mad libs. What the fuck, man? That's not cool. No, it's only my fault. So. You can blame me. Uh, just like how Rain. you forgot Joe on Friday. Thanks a lot, Rain. That's yes. it, Rain. Why do you have to be an anti-Sater? <laughs> why do you have to be an uh, anti-Scrantite? <laughs> an too. <laughs> Next thing you know, you want us living in our own city. So, next thing you know, you're going to be kicking Joe out of your basement. Yeah. No, Joe. I got to tell you, in our new basement, we already have a little space for him. You got a cubby? A crawl space? Yes, we do. How about my friend Torgo, the satyr? Torgo, yeah, from Manos, the Hands of Fate. There you go. There you go, Torgo. The master won't be pleased. I loved that he had that the actor put the prosthesis on backwards yeah <laughs> he looked <fine>. so <laughs> Twer- any jewish listeners out there s-a-t-y-r yeah look you can all come after me for this I swear to god it's not s-a-t-y-r d-a-y night i know s-a-t-y-r i'm from new york i have a i have a nasal problem and i have a hearing problem well, let's wrap up the show then. Let's wrap okay. up the show. What good are you? I'm, no, I'm kidding. We love you, Rain. I'm just messing with you. So, uh, uh, now I don't expect everybody to know all the file under under special interest shit that I know. So it's fine. All right, uh, Rain. Would you like to give your parting shot right now? Well, my parting shot is, and I think it was from Cat in the chat room, Donald Trump, about an hour ago. <laughs> God damn it, this mother fucking piece of illiterate Trump crap. Shitty piece of shit. Piece of just... He tweeted out about an hour ago. Um, It's so sad and unfair that the FCC wouldn't approve the Sinclair broadcast merger with Tribune. This would have been a great and much needed conservative voice for the for and of the people. Liberal fake news, NBC and Comcast gets approved. Much bigger, but not Sinclair. Disgraceful. I, I don't even know what to make of this. Um, he's in charge of fucking FCC. Yeah, it, it, it's. Uh, it, 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 do we know if. Uh, I, I'm just. I haven't checked in a while, but do we know who's in charge of all three branches of government at this point? Is it Democrats or Republicans? I haven't it's looked. I haven't looked in a while, so I'm a little confused about this. So maybe Trump's right. No, God damn it! It's your fucking government, you piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Just shut he's, up. He's really losing his shit. 
I, you know, today when we were coming back after the house inspection, we were listening to local to our local news channel, yeah. which it's usually WTOP. That's, tip top. You know, DC's WTOP. Tip top. And I went tippy top. But, tip uh, top. I, I said to Bob, I was like, he he's he's getting worse. And I asked Bob, I was like, babe, he's getting worse, right? Because usually, babe, who is Bob? Yes. He, he's the one who's like. Baber you know. in D.C. But today, he's like, yeah, he's probably getting worse. He's getting worse. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Mueller. I hear you. All right, uh, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Oh, well, you know, like, you know, Planet Fitness. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're going to talk about. This is great. <laughs> talk about pushing boundaries. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was supposed to be uh, a judgment-free zone. <laughs> Am I right? If it, okay, now, so if anybody hasn't seen this story, I'm not going to spoil it, but Planet Fitness is like kind of a chain. They're a chain of workout places, and as Joe said, they're a judgment-free zone when you're when you're doing your workout. They don't workout. care what you look, right. they they don't care. You look like. You don't have to be a muscle man, nothing. You just go in there no and use judgment. Shit. No judgment. No whatsoever. judgment whatsoever. So wear, wear what you want or... Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Went into Planet Fitness thinking, eh, they're judgment-free. Yeah. Took off all his clothes and settled down on the yoga mats. See? Like you do. See? Like you do. <laughs> <laughs> and he started doing his yoga positions, which but some people found. Busted butt-ass naked. And some people <laughs> judged him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't recognize you with your clothes They judged on. him. <laughs> I'm sorry, go they ahead. Judged, they judged him. And they called the police. And the police judged him. Well, to be... Uh, uh, to be... Um, disgusting, sick, and unsafe. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to thing, be naked Joe. for this. Planet, Planet Fitness is a judgment-free zone. It never said that it's a pants-free zone. Yeah, but... Uh, come on! He just wanted on, his twigs and berries to be a little part of the yoga show, and... He wanted them swinging And they judged free. him. They yep. judged his... Yeah, he wanted the boys to be swing, swinging free. Sure. And uh, they judged him. They judged him. So, my advice, too, and my, my wife belongs to Planet Fitness, but I won't let her go there anymore because they're judgmental. Oh, oh, see, really? yeah. Really? Would you let her go there if they were all yeah, like their tweaks and sticks out there? Like I could stop her. <laughs> <laughs> mm. No, that oh. that story cracked me up today. I heard that on the news, and I was like, I, "Dude, really? This is Ju- why we can't have nice things." Well, I think that's what they call false advertising. You ever seen know. a grown man naked? So. <laughs> 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 Yes, uh, at Planet Fitness. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. What about this, though? What about this? What about this? No chance anyone's looking for a naked picture of Mitch McConnell. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he needs to go to the Planet Fitness in New Hampshire. Well, he's definitely not part of the Never Nudes. That's for sure. That's true. And, and there's nothing wrong with being a, a member of the Never Nudes at all. Oh. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. And what's going on for uh, Tim Carmel uh, tonight? Clown car. Tonight you will be hearing the uh, the exclusive. Uh, you think CNN had an exclusive? Yeah. Well, the clown car got its hands on the performance review of Mr. Trump that was given to him by Mr. Putin. Oh, good. And we reviewed it on the Tim Cormall show. Oh, that sounds fantastic. That sounds like something oh, yeah. we don't want to miss. And that show is only about five minutes away right now for all of you live listeners. So stick around uh, for the Tim Carmel show. And if you are a podcast subscriber slash listener, if you don't already uh, subscribe to the Tim Carmel show, do so on iTunes and Stitcher or go to, um, is it timcarmel.com, I believe? That's that's right. And uh, That's you right. Can, or you, you can, can go to our there. Facebook page. We have links there. True, true. Links and internet things, tubes and, uh, yeah, and webs. tubes, everything, webs, tubes, webs, webs. yeah, yeah. Um, tubes emails, things. So, uh, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. And don't forget San Diego Comic-Con coverage uh, for all three hours of Mike Check Radio this uh, um, Saturday. Sound the nerd alert. Uh, but, yeah, we'll... Uh, We'll see everybody then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sound the nerd alert. Uh, looking forward to talking about Shazam and Aquaman. But until then, uh, we'll see everybody on Friday here on Turn Off the Night. And any way the wind blows, my friends. Any way the wind blows. You don't have to be with That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Woo! You ever seen a grown man naked? (laughs) (laughs) Ah!